The Euroallegiance podcast is brought to you in part by the generosity of our wonderful Patreon supporters. Visit patreon.com forward slash the Euroallegiance podcast for bonus episodes, behind the scenes content, merchandise and more. Now, let's get to this week's show. I think you guys have the best Legion show that there is. My wallet is sobbing. I can hear it, I can hear it in the hall now. It is breaking down crying. Turns out that Attila, the arrogant so-and-so, he's got a fake hammer. Oh, a fake? Yeah. Whoa. As I say, dick. Okay, welcome to the Eurolegions podcast, and it's another Road to Legions con this week. And starting us off today, we have two excellent customizers from the uh, west coast of the United States of America. Uh, firstly, from South California, we have Eric LeBron. It's his third year in a row at Legion's Con. He's a customizer. People also in the community know him as Late Night LeBron. It's a little bit earlier in the day for Eric today. So how are you doing with that, Eric? Doing good. Happy to be here. Thanks for having us. And then the projector savior from last year's uh, Legion's Con, G-Con <laughs> stream, we have uh, from, I think it's Lake Stevens in Washington State. Is that right, Chris? That's correct. Very good. Uh, talented customizer, one of the people behind Mythic's Bits, which is a project to bring parts for Mythic Legions to the customizers who need them most. Last year at LegionsCon, they had these very cool beards, which I picked up a few that clip onto some of the Legion's heads, and they have a lot more fun stuff that they've uh, shown during the year, and I'm sure that they'll show at LegionsCon 23, so... um very welcome to you, Chris. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. No problem. No problem. Thanks for coming on. And thanks for taking the time, especially as it's early in your day. So, you know, you got things to be getting on with. <laughs> <laughs> I guess Legion's Con Prep. How's it going? Oh, man, just it's it's crunch time for all of us. I mean, even as far as I've gotten uh, with all of my customizing and inventory that I'll be bringing to this year's show, I still have a ton of stuff on my desk that still needs to be done. And every day I'm just banging out customs left and right. So it's wow. a lot of anxiety, but at the tail end of it, once I land in New Jersey, it's four days of just pretty much, it seems like it's going to be hectic, but it's basically relaxation for me because I don't have to sit at my desk, you know, 18 hours a day, just painting and customizing and worrying about how's this going to look or how's that going to come out or it's finally showtime. And to me, it's like a, it's just a big, uh, you know exhale finally so you leave the brushes at home then for legions yep. gone yeah i do <laughs> i do i actually bring a small paint kit with me just just in case i have to touch up something yeah. while i'm at the show but makes sense yeah there's makes there's sense. just way too many different colors this year that i, I can't bring all those paints <laughs> yeah cosmic is throwing a spanner in the works for the colors isn't it yeah it is it is big time then you chris so i got i probably gotta prep for two things i gotta bring all my customs right and then I got to help Shane manage the Mythic Bits production line to get all our stuff ready. Um, good news is we got the big thing done for our printing. So now we're just printing small stuff, which isn't, you know, isn't a ton of stress. And yeah, you have, I mean, you have probably as far as us to travel to get to New Jersey. from that yes, side. What, six and a half hour, six hour flight, Eric, about that? Yeah, five, five and a half hours, five about and a half, that. yeah, five and a yeah. half, six hour flight from, from California. Yeah, we might be one or two hours more, but uh, yeah, that's uh, it's not really that much when you think of it. 
Yeah. And we're the one we're the ones that get all the plaudits for coming across the Atlantic. But you know, you guys make the trek too, you know? Hey, I'll tell you, I can't <laughs> wait for the day when when you know you guys get to the point where you can host your own oh, your yeah, own regions cool. con and uh we're coming out to Europe to come oh, yeah. join you guys at a at a show. You know what I mean? I can't wait for that day. Because I'll, oh, I'll definitely, definitely I'll definitely hop across the pond for you guys. Oh, sounds good. Sounds good. Yeah, this I mean, this is part of it. You know, we have to we have to keep up the momentum with this continue into next year, the year after. And, uh, you know, that's how things build. Legions Con started small, a few guys in a corridor after a, a show. And now now look at it. It's crazy. Yeah. It's one of yeah, the it's crazy. What are, what what countries in Western Europe have um, authorized retail partners already? So Germany, the UK has one, don't they, guys? Uh, they do, yeah. France has one, I believe. Uh, the Netherlands, um, and where else do we have? I think Finland. I've seen has one as well. It's a good few nice. in Germany, maybe three or four in Germany. And once you have one in one country, in if you're in the EU, for example, it's like having okay, you could have one in Texas, but you'd still be able right. to to purchase pretty easily from it. You know. As approved retailers that we're talking about, are these actual like toy shops or stores that you could walk into? Mostly online, or are they stores. just online so, stores? Oh, okay, so okay. more like yeah, a yeah. kind of big okay. bad, uh, various versions of, of that, maybe smaller. Okay, big. okay. On, online is is much more common here. When yes. when I look at the collectibles, um, yeah, when I mm-hmm. even in the different lines, you know, the the Marvel Legends and all that, oh, true. Uh, Black series, yeah, you would very rarely walk into even a like a big toy store here and see much of that stuff. You might get a few characters. I was wondering about that because I was kind of, you know, just doing some research on kind of how the whole thing works in the European countries, as opposed to here in the States where, I mean, comic book shops, local toy shops, it's kind of one of those things you almost can find on every corner in throughout the United States. Whereas in, in Europe, I mean, I know you guys have you know, local comic book shops and whatnot, but for sure, do they have, I mean, obviously you'll have your, you know, comic book collectibles, stuff like that. But as far as action figures are concerned, is that like a, something that you could just randomly go to a comic book shop and find, you know, all, you know, you know, everything as far as collectible action figures. There's sort of two big ones over here really these days in forbidden planet and forbiddenplanet.com <laughs> um, yeah. and they've sort of taken over a lot of the uh, smaller comic shops as their storefront oh. sort of things but yeah they do things like mm. Funko Pops and yeah. you know, and Transformers I, I they do of, a lot of figures but I heard of a place called Mega City Comics in London is that is that something that you guys are familiar with or is that even a place anymore yeah, because what I'm thinking of it is still there, mm. but they only have a handful of like action figures sort of mm. thing. It's very so much it is comic. mostly comics. Very, then. very much a comic thing. Yeah, yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah, no, I get I get very jealous when I see the American posts saying, "Oh yeah, I just pop down twenty minutes away, found this amazing store. They're selling vintage figures, new figures, and it's like we literally yeah, have yeah, nothing yeah. like that. Like I said, yeah. that that here we we've like I said we have in in you know so many it's not even funny how how much that's available to us in the states so just wondering like i said what what it might be like for you guys over there yeah i mean we have a there is a pretty decent comic book store here that has collectibles um and you can get your legends and black series and all that there but they tend to have limited amounts of them 
And even chatting to the guy last year, he was saying he was probably going to stop carrying legends because he couldn't shift them, mm. you know, because they have to sell them probably, you know, the equivalent of $30 in the States is probably what they're selling them for. Wow. Um, And yeah, then everyone goes online and it's only he either just has these regular guys that kind of, you know, support him or someone maybe that can't find it online anymore which wow yeah in a small enough place it's more difficult so yeah it's generally what sells i see a lot here in those type of shops of like uh, the more asian stuff selling so like your figma and your figure arts and that kind of stuff that's more common and and dragon ball z seems to be i mm-hmm. think that's mm-hmm. yeah import that's import kind of touch style figures yeah. In. yeah the dragon ball stuff seems to be bigger with the kind of next generation down from us makes sense makes sense yeah. yeah. And even if you go to a big comic con in the UK, certainly it's, it's so much anime stuff and manga and all this sort of stuff. It's yeah. actually quite difficult to find stalls that just sell things like Marvel edge. You'll have a handful. Right. But, right. Yeah. You know, I hear compared you. To someone like toy con, New Jersey, whatever. It's just awful. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. And we're, yeah, we're across from one of the toy shops in, in, in our, we're 50, number 52 at Legion's con. I think across the row is, is it Empire toy shop? Maybe. Empire, yeah, yeah. So that could be tempting. <laughs> Although I've tried yeah. to stop collecting most stuff. I pick up the odd bit of stuff here and there, but uh I've kind of concentrated on the Legion stuff these days. Haven't haven't we all? <laughs> <laughs> you 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 still collect some other stuff, Eric, or uh I cherry pick here and there. Um I've I've pretty much stopped collecting black series and marvel legends um i'm almost 100 percent done with neca uh the only things Ooh. i pick up from neca on a very random occasion are the last of the black and white versions of the silver screen monsters the universal oh, yeah. monsters like dracula frankenstein the wolfman i like the black and white versions that they're doing of those very classic looking um uh, the only other thing that I've uh, started collecting recently, not recently, but I've gained more of a collection is uh, I've gotten a little bit deeper into the Mezco line. There again, I'm just cherry picking what I like as far as uh, figures I like. And uh, I started reacquiring some uh, some new figures to my Hot Toys collection. So I'm a, I'm a Hot Toys collector as well. So after that, it's all it's all mythic and cosmic. It's just thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of it. Cause uh, I mean, not only do I have my figures that I have that are just standalone untouched, you know, just right out of the package figures that I put on my shelves, but I buy in massive, massive bulk for just strictly customizing. So it's just, it's, it's a lot of money. It's like 10 times the money that I put out at any time of my collecting life that I do now for, for this hobby that I do. So it's important to support these guys at Legion's Con, you know, buy their stuff so <laughs> yeah, that they can buy yeah, more. Yeah. And you, then if, you, 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 you know. truly don't have any idea how much money these people put out to put that much inventory <laughs> on their tables. It's it's a lot of money. Yeah. So for sure. Well, yeah. John, John and Mal have both seen my, uh, my Legion's uh, Con floor map and you're, you're both circled in the must get check. Colors. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I will I'm be there. Totally so appreciate it. Quid back anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When we get the, I mean, we asked that we ask our guests like you guys to send us through some pictures and we can chat about some of your stuff, obviously later. 
And uh, yeah, Rich yeah. is just full of the FOMO, you know, in our, on our kind of, you know, show text thread. Then he's like, oh, all these figures, what am I going to do? <laughs> I want them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's good. You know, that's it's not just the horm- horsemen that can generate the FOMO, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's, it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling to, you know, to come in such a short time to get into this hobby and to get into this craft that I've truly fallen in love with to have built up a, a, a great fan base. And it's like with, you know, people who I truly consider friends now, you know what I mean? Not just, you know, they're not just customers, you know what I mean? It's not just someone I've taken their money and yeah, go away. You know, it's, these are people that I've met, you know, talk to and that's why that's one of the reasons why i don't really enjoy um you know doing you know like let's say like i don't pose i don't try to post like customs for sale like on the cabal like i like the personal one-on-one face-to-face interaction with people when they're when they're coming to see my customs and and making their trek from wherever they're coming from to make it to legions con and actually be there in person and that's what i love about it so yeah that's true it's uh the face-to-face is better i'm the same with you know even posting painted stuff obviously it's a bit more difficult here with the shipping and the you know the local isn't as as big for that kind of stuff so uh, i think it's just yeah better face-to-face legion's gone and then and also you can do deals you know and you can kind of and you can avoid shipping it which when you can avoid shipping something yeah yeah gosh my god yeah Yeah. i i absolutely i you know what i don't mind shipping i hate packing stuff (laughs) yeah i I hate the anticipation that it's gonna break by the time it gets to wherever it gets to right especially with a custom like if it's a figure or we recently shipped a couple um large dioramas to anthony housel um and you know when you're shipping a 15 inch by eight inch diorama that's two parts and you're like oh please don't break please don't break yeah. please don't break yeah you know if it's heads it's fine it, heads or whatever you ship those you know if they break it's 10 cents to replace them in material it's all big yeah. deal yeah but when it's 40 when it's 40 50 bucks and 16 hours of a print yeah you're like oh my god please don't break yeah, yeah. so but you know shipping to you guys little stuff is not that bad uh, we've been shipping heads and stuff like that over, um, over to Europe, and it's a fifteen. It's pretty much fifteen bucks, no matter where we ship it to, as long as we keep it in a in little a, teeny yeah, tiny box, small box. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not bad. That's we, not bad, especially to Europe. It's it's not. Um, you know, I, we were when we f- were selling parts early. We do we only do a couple. Mr. Bix is we're really bad. We only do like two sales drops a year online and then everything else is legion's con and whoever is watching yes there's a website coming i promise i have yeah. to, i'm obliged <laughs> to promise a website at some point but there again um, i like that i like that idea that your guys are doing it that way because it's one of those things where you know if you want something from mythic bits i mean you know what you know you know put on your big boy pants and come to the show you know what i mean if you really want these right. parts you know what i mean that's that's how i see it and i that's how you know generally like most of the customizers most of the custom parts all the stuff i sure. normally have bought through legions con i mean there are some parts because i need them constantly for what i'm doing i have to order parts right. from from my favorite you know 3d printers but it's cool to 
go to a table like yours and be like, hey, you know what? This is something that I could only get here. You know what I mean? So that's that's just part of the grandeur of the show and, and the experience to me. It is. We learned, though, we've learned that, you know, some people just can't make it right. So what yeah, we're doing yeah. this year is the show prices for the 3D prints will be significantly less than they are online. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right? So we're going to sell it. Yeah. We're gonna sell that giant dwarf tower that's 15 inches. It's like a it's like a little mini castle bridge. Yeah, yeah, I've right? seen that. That's awesome. We're gonna so for the show only, it's just a hundred bucks. Okay. Right. And you know, for the size of the 3D printed is, that's pretty nuts. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, oh, yeah, you just you just passed. There you go. Yeah. So it doesn't come with the shields. We're gonna sell Garrison Graybeard for hundred bucks, working doors. It's got a little shelf behind it, so you can put your figures on it, right? It's that's something we knew we had to that's printed in resin is it that is printed in resin there is no fd wow. we do not own an fdm printer so so it looks uh yeah it looks like kind of castle grayskull style with the door yeah, and a yeah. big mouth it's amazing yeah the inspiration listen i'm not going to pretend like the inspiration wasn't castle grayskull right well, that's okay um, you yeah. know that was the inspiration for it we wanted so awesome. something yeah. for the dwarfs to have on their own um and it's a vanity project it's something i wanted so you know for the show it'll be a 100 bucks after the show it will definitely not be that much right it, it's 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 not feasible for us to do that yeah but we wanted to make sure for the show we in it, it's the incentive of people coming like if you're coming to the show sure you may be able to get this later but you're never going to get it at what you're getting it for at the show absolutely and that's kind of you know our nod to legions con for you know letting us come do everything we do what a fantastic piece by the way man it's so yeah. so freaking awesome that that is a that's a perfect standalone piece or it to me it's a great start as a centerpiece for a a, a larger like diorama like to display Agreed. multiple figures i think i think it's just a beautiful piece and a great great idea i love the i love the nod to the old Motu Castle Grayskull. It's just, like I said, it just, it pulls at the heartstrings so hard. It's great. Yeah. And we did it. So, you know, if someone bought two, we're going to give you, and Anthony House will show this off yeah. at a con already, mm-hmm. um, a connection bridge for free. So you'll take the two play sets, make a, put a walkway between them and, you know, double the display size, right? Nice. So fantastic. We wanted to do a big resin diorama because most dioramas are done in FDM. And there's a lot of sanding involved and, you know, all that stuff. So it was more of a, can we do this? Is it possible? Oh, crap, it's possible. What do we do now? Okay, let's make sure we have a fully just We won't have a lot of them. It's not one of those things we can bring like 50. Yeah, of course. Right? It's, it's you know, less than 10. But, you know, that was, uh, it was, it was fun. And I can't wait for people to actually see it in person. That'll be the joy for me. What's the print time on something this big? That's a huge piece, man. Yeah, so it's a basically a day, right? Wow. We have big printers, yeah. right? We got large format um, any cubic printers, but the base and the top, it's a, it, so it's two part. It's two. The main part is two parts, right? Top and the base. Those each have to be printed on a printer. So it sucks up sixteen hours for two printers, and we get the doors on the other printer. So about sixteen hours total, but it's two machines. So you're looking at like a day. Which is, you know, but Shane Shane did an absolute masterful job of making it all fit. Um, you know, people get them home. They are going to have to glue them together. I'm going to tell people, hey, I recommend you glue this thing together. Don't. It wasn't meant to be modular. 
where you can just take it apart as needed, right? Um, also, the downside of resin, right? If it falls over, that's it, right? It's not going to survive. It's not going to survive that. So it, it's a risk because I don't know. We don't know what we don't know for resin dioramas. I, I don't think anyone's really gone to town and done large format diorama resin prints, at least that I know of, um, in, in any of the collecting communities. So I haven't seen a lot of it. So it's like, let's try it. If it works, and we won't know it works until people get them home. Did they survive? You know, they're going to come nice and boxed up. Each part will have its own little box and stuff like that. But um, really, this for us is like, uh, it's they're not prototypes, but it's like, you know, it's the first offering. Can this be done? And if it can be done, what can we do next year? You know, we've, Housel and I are tossing around stuff like, you know, in the theory of Motu, right? Like, could the goblins get a playset? What would that look like? You know, can you add play features to it? What's, you know, what can resin do? Um, what's possible? So, no, but I think it's that's how you innovate is you have to push it a bit. Absolutely. You have to take, you have to take that chance. And obviously, you, you know, it's okay. It's a hundred bucks, which is money, but you know, it's worth, if you're really into that, it's definitely worth a hundred bucks for me anyway. And I think, yeah, I think easily. going forward too, is that, like you were saying, you don't really know how, I mean, you realize that it's resin and it's, it's, it's a fragile piece and yes, it will break sure. if you drop it. I think for anybody that's part of this community or has been any part, uh, has had anything to do with any type of 3d printed resin style parts, absolutely knows that this is something that has to be handled with care and and yeah i mean it's it's on you once you buy it i mean yeah if you drop it that's that's your bad that's not that's yeah. not that's not the the creator the printer's part uh, you know sure. fault at, at any part i've i've dropped and broken hundreds of resin 3d heads that, that yeah and what am i going to do it was my damn fault and i have a hardwood floor and you know that parts parts don't survive and we and we know that, right? But it, for me, it's like if we sell ten, but only five make it back home with people, yeah, yeah, that's a yeah, problem, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, okay, this is different, right? But you know, in the if, like you said, the hundred dollar price point, you figure heads are what ten or fifteen bucks on the average. Yeah, yeah. So for a head, so right. as you scale up, the price doesn't scale. Like you know, we we selling heads for us obviously is a better business model, but. Yeah. I get super bored. Yeah, yeah, doing yeah. Head. I get, I get bored, man. Like, <laughs> like it's just, it's. I mean, I we do them. We got some at this year at Legions Con. We'll have more than we had last year because we have heads that we've never shown off. Because we do it, we pay Tiago to make it, and then I never print it, uh-huh. and I move on to some, I move on to the next thing <laughs> that I think is dope. Yeah, I'm just like that, right? So, you know, but. We'll have this one and we'll have, um, I don't think I sent you guys pictures, but we'll also have something for Cosmic. We did some space walls. Very cool. They're more modular. Ooh. I just got the prototypes. I just painted the prototypes last night. They're in somewhere in my room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Chris, that, that for that, uh, for that um, castle, I mean, a hundred bucks, dude, that's, that's a steal. That's a total yes. steal. I, I, I'm uh, like I said, I've already got that on the checklist because that that is a steal <laughs> for that piece, man. That it really is. I appreciate that. We just, like I said, it's trying to break the market, right? What's the market look like? Yep. Yeah. And hopefully, my hope is if we 
if people love them and we sell fast, right, that'll inspire another studio to look at there and say, well, maybe I need to get a big printer. Yeah. Yes. And maybe I can do some dioramas. And then we got two of us and then the third person does it. And now there's three people doing it. And you guys all know how this works. Like I am a big proponent. I don't want to be the, we don't want to be the only place doing big dioramas. Yeah. We want to be one of 10 yeah. doing big, di- big stuff because then we're getting our own play sets yeah. and yeah. people are sharing ideas. What works, what doesn't work. How'd you get that hinge to work? You know, someone might come up with a resin mix that makes it more durable. That's yeah. that's the world I want to exist in for this space. Yeah, I we, love that we spoke to Len. We spoke to Len at Wolf King. You know about how how he works as well, and it's yeah, he he brings everybody else up with him, and that just makes it better for everybody. Yeah. And instead of just being the kind of one in the, in a small market, you're one in a yeah. big market with other people, and. Uh, and everybody's happy then, you know, you're kind of, and that's kind of it the way the horsemen work, you know, they, yep. they bring everybody else along with them. The community grows and everything grows for them and it grows for everybody. Yep. So, and never, you never, know. ever underestimate the power of the playset. Let me tell you, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'll tell you, man, all I'm the damn action figures, you know how many different playsets I've imagined and wanted for <laughs> different oh. things, even, especially too. You got to think about a whole nother side of this community is the photographers, the people who like photograph. I, I mean, you know, there's just there's just, you know, there's just so many times I could stand seeing a, a kitchen countertop or a stove behind my action figure. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like it's just like, yes. give me give me something. Just give me a a, a, a false front of a, of a castle or a gate or a, a stone wall or something. Give me something to play and- with. Give me something to put my figures on. And to be honest with you, Eric, that's basically what that is, yeah. right? It's hollow, yeah. right? Behind yeah. it. We looked, I looked at Castle Grayskull and was like, oh my God, why didn't I think of this two years ago? Yeah. Like, like, oh, same thing with the walls, the wall space walls we're doing. They're just, think of a picture frame with a scaffolding in the back and it's got design on this. That's all you, it's 3D. That's all you need, man. That's all you need. Don't try to, don't that's try to it. make it more that, you know, it doesn't need to have, you know, you know, uh, trap doors in it or, you know, a sticker pack to go on. You know what I mean? That, that, that's just nonsense. Just now, give Eric, us the, don't, don't say that in front of, <laughs> don't say that in front of Anthony Housel. <laughs> Housel no, listen. Yeah, so, It'd also be fun to see how people paint it, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Get, yeah. Yeah, that's it. what I'm excited for too. Because I, I am not the world. I'm a, I'm a good painter, but I'm not a great painter. I can't wait to see other people that will take the time and meticulous. Because I have the prototype painted, but I, I want to see the what people actually sit there and spend three days yeah. painting it, come up with right that we we cracked it. There is so many nooks and crannies. The other cool thing though is even if you're not a great painter, you could buy one of these things. Hit it with a spray can. Hit it with another spray can of gray. Hit it with a lighter gray, and do a quick dry brush, and have yourself yeah. still a playset, right? Totally. And we, when we design, that's always in the in into account, right? And I would I would be remiss if I didn't say thank you to Anthony Housel. He damn near co-designed that thing with nice. us. Awesome. So nice. Well, he that's al- why he got the first two. He always gets a mention on this show, so he'll uh, he'll be happy to. He'd be, he'd be the first usually one to message me. to offend him, but, yeah. you know. <laughs> it's usually Rich. It's usually Rich, yeah, slagging off one of his favorite yeah, I'm, things. I'm staying quiet through all this just and get yeah. to put my foot in it again. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll post a picture uh, of, of a lot of the stuff that we talk about in, in the comments of, of, of the stuff. And, obviously, we'll try and share your stuff from your social media, as we always do. Um, but, yeah, this is awesome. And it really looks like a dwarf's head 
Castle Grayskull. So uh, yeah, definitely worth checking out. Um, shall we move on a bit, guys? Uh, so that we uh, get to the some of the stuff that we're going to talk about. Let, let's move on to the generic questions, as Curtis yeah. Ackerman calls them. <laughs> I like I like to call them, you know, good questions. But there we go. Conversation uh, starters. <laughs> so let me start off with Chris. Chris, what is your favorite mythic faction? My favorite mythic faction, as it stands today, and it's always yeah. evolving, is the army. Army. I'm gonna, if I butcher this, I swear to God, Army of Leodiceus. Very good. Did I say that okay. right? You did, yeah. Yeah, you did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> second, only the second time ever I saved the good stuff. For you. That's my favorite faction. Cool. That's a good one. Yeah. I think Trevor Williams is with you there. Uh, I remember from, from our chat with Trevor. So Yeah, it's it's good not company. one people normally pick, but it's a, it's a decent Ooh, faction. Yeah, it has, it's one of those ones that has nearly all good figures. You know, if you actually look through the figures, you go, they're nearly all kind of wow. Top notch figures. They are. Yeah. It, it, especially once... Aerithir hit and all that gold yeah. and red yeah. and black, like you know, it all happens to coincide with my the colors of my favorite American football team. Oh, so you know that 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 pulled up my heartstrings right there. I'm hoping, <laughs> I hope some point we get an like an Otho in like a red, gold, and black. So that's the scheme. that's I the 49ers that then, is it? Yes, sir. There you go. See, We're, we we have a well, that was good. That was had, pretty good. Yeah, nice. we have a li- we have a little bit of knowledge here on this side of the pond. Yeah, yeah. that was good. Yeah, yeah. Look at these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to really show off here, and uh, Steve Young's one of my favorite quarterbacks of all time. So, <laughs> and and he's your so in terms of a favorite mythic figure, then Chris, would that be part of that uh, faction, or is it something different that jumps out? Hall Hallmere is my favorite. So I only pick stuff I own. If it wasn't, if I didn't, I have to own it for me to absolutely say it's my favorite. So I own, I got acquired Halmir this year. It is my favorite. If I owned Orn, it would take over. And if I owned Thor, Thor would be the number one. So, but I don't own those two. I only own Halmir. So that 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 stays as my favorite. I'm hoping for a 2.0 Thor at some stage. I think. Yeah, me too. Me too. Like like you mean like November, like in a month? Maybe the fact uh, is coming up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah. yeah it's yeah. time. Yeah, it's time, baby. It's maybe, time. Some new some new dwarf wrist guards would mm. be awesome. Yeah, we could do with some new dwarf parts. Yeah, definitely. We've had we've had a lot of dwarfs this year already. There, you got to think that. <laughs> The studio are just like I'm not saying we've had too many, Anthony. Just to, just to be clear on that, if he's listening, but the studio is like, no, that's enough dwarfs. This just I just want some new for new forearms, new lower legs would be would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, Halmer is a fabulous figure. Like it's one of the very few figures that I regret selling. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. That's- but I sold I sold it to a fellow Welsh collector, Guion. So oh, okay, and we oh, yeah. Guion, and he loves his dwarfs and does tons of dwarf customs. So I didn't mind too. Yeah, so. went to a good hole. Went to a good yeah. hole. And Eric, what about you? What's your favorite mythic faction? Um, it's a it's a tie. Uh, kind of oh, kind God. of uh, Mal, uh, hand over to you at this point. Yeah. <laughs> a two sided uh, thing for it because I there's two of my favorite uh, types of mythics or character types are the barbarians so house of the noble bears is number one but followed closely closely is uh uh necronominus i just i just love 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 skeletons i just it's just one of those things that i grew up loving as a kid and it's just yeah so it's barbarians and skeletons so house of the noble bear i'll say okay awesome well, it's been nice having you on the show, Eric. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and get rid of anyone else so, Thanks yeah. for having me, guys. No, you, redeemed, you redeemed yourself for the congregation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, 
And what about favorite character then? Who's your favorite mythic character? Man, uh, yeah, he he stole it from me right there. Halmir. Oh, Absolutely. Cool. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Halmir is definitely my, my favorite. It's just one of those things that, yeah, having him in hand, it's just, you know, and I've had him for a long time. So I've been fortunate to acquire him way early in the, in, in the time that I've been collecting Mythic Legions. So, yeah, yeah. he's definitely my favorite. Yeah, he was, uh, so I, I, I got in on Advent of Decay and Coliseum was kind of, that pre-order went up probably the summer after that Kickstarter. So Kickstarter was around February, March. And uh, after putting maybe, you know, almost a grand into the Kickstarter, it was kind of, you know, oh, I, you know, I need to be careful with the Coliseum. So I got the He-Man tributes because you have to. And then I was like, oh, I don't really, I don't know if I haven't a dwarf yet. So I got him and that's just nice. just how I got him. But it would have been a big miss if I'd managed to and that's how i don't have a regor so yeah yeah <laughs> on yeah. the other side of it because i was like well i have a couple of figures with the, you know that helmet already coming so yeah yeah mm. yeah my god my regor got to spend a couple of weeks in your house john you had, <laughs> it did you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true yeah you had a holiday regor holiday regor yeah <laughs> and, it, and in terms of cosmic then chris do you have a favorite cosmic figure and obviously yeah it's not come out yet because it, it's not even close. It's Ziri, and it's not even wow, close. Nice, nice. Uh, a lot of it's for the parts. Um, I'm I'm warm on cosmic. It's not mythics to me. I, I collect it. I have it. I make stuff for it. But Ziri's head sculpt, man, yeah. Eric knocked it out of the park. Yeah, yeah. Super. It was the I mid, day I got one. The alternate head painted it immediately. Nice, really painted it. Put it on a Delphina body. Made a Templar, female Templar custom, white hair, dark skin. I was like, yep, yep, this thing is just fire. Yeah, it's just absolutely amazing. That's a great figure. And Eric, what about you? Favorite cosmic figure? Um, from a design aspect and just how radically new and innovative this character and piece is, I have to go with the Sphexian Guard. That yeah. that blue That's, purplish yeah. metallic, it just the the whole bug aspect. The I it's just that I can look at that figure for hours and just completely blown away just to know how far you know things have come in the in the action figure world and just the design aspect and just just the appreciation of the figure. And I just think it's just a beautiful figure. It's just so far out of bounds as far as anything you could have imagined what would be as far as like cosmic space you know type creatures i just think it's just a wonderful figure definitely definitely my favorite yes yeah, so your favorite isn't it mal yeah i'm a huge fan of the Sphexians yeah, in general. yeah yeah just stand there looking at them just, yeah like you say, just, ama- just an amazing amazing piece of of action figures just um incredible you might, when you come back from Legion's Con, Mal, you might have your suitcase looked at. They might think you're trying to smuggle some animals in. They're going to be coming up on the, the, the 3D. I was going to say earlier when Chris was saying he's got, you know, the uh, the cosmic uh, diorama piece he's doing that, uh, you know, is it, it could just be called Cosmic Con for me because I think that is going to be my focus is uh, Cosmic <laughs> Legion stuff. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Eric, what got you into Legion's then? Uh, myself, personally, I... Um... I've I've been collecting for 35 plus years now as far as action figures are concerned um as most kids I started off uh you know in grade school and junior high school reading comic books and what have you and then I was a uh 
I was a big fan of, obviously I was a big fan of Motu because I grew up in the Motu era and G.I. Joe and all that stuff. But Motu was like my jam because I was a huge fan of like the sword and sandals uh, style movies, Clash of the Titans, um, Conan the Barbarian, stuff like that. I mean, that was that was like my world, like looking at stuff like that. And uh, as far as, uh, you know, going into Legions, uh, I had always wanted to attend uh, PowerCon and had never been in it, it had been in California for some time for many years. And I had a friend that I had met through another toy community on Facebook that I was a part of. Um, he was looking to come down to attend PowerCon and contacted me and asked if I would like to join him just to go see what was going on down there. So I figured, why not take the chance, meet somebody new in person for the first time, someone that I had known online for a while, but as like all of us had never met in person. So I thought, what a great opportunity to get together with somebody and go enjoy something that two people obviously like enjoying together. And we went down there and while we were on our way down there, obviously his point for going more so than anything was to get to the four horsemen table to uh, get some legions and obviously the power con exclusives that they had uh, uh, at that year's show. I was contacted by a few other friends throughout the toy community because at the time i was not collecting legions at all i had no idea i had seen people posting maybe i don't know maybe six months to a year prior uh mythic legions figures in hand i didn't realize what they were i thought it was uh, when i first was introduced to the line i thought it was some type of like a like a D um figure based on on some kind of board game or something and i know like a lot of the figures had like names to them and stuff and people knew what they were and i was like i have no idea who these characters are i mean it wasn't spider-man or darth vader or what have you so i had just no absolutely no idea what the tie was or what it was going on so my buddy and i we went down to legions con or um sorry power con and that was in 2019 and Basically, while we were in line, he was explaining to me, you know, what Mythic Legions were. Uh, it uh, got me signed up while we were standing in line. Uh, I signed up with to be a part of the Cabal. He's like, yeah, you got to join this community. There's a lot of really cool people. And it's run by this guy, Walter Hagen and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll join another. I just thought it was just another regular toy collector group, which I was already part of multiple groups at the time. And uh, so basically, yeah, a couple of people contacted me and asked me to pick up for them the Legions Con exclusives, which were the the Motu exclusives. So when I actually went to the table for the first time and saw the figures the very first time, I picked up two sets of the Motu tributes, which at the time were Purplore and Krona. That was which what was at the table that year and uh, basically picked them up for somebody else. Um, and shipped them off. I actually, I actually walked away from the Legion's table and didn't buy anything that day, which is like, you know, blasphemy, I guess. <laughs> it's hard to imagine now, I guess. Yeah, 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 it really is. But once, once I, once I saw the figures and I was, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I was fully impressed. I'd never seen any figures like that and got to see what was on the table and picked up a couple of the figures and played around with them a little bit and was like, wow, these are really nice. But still, I was at that point where I, I looked at the figures and was like, well, I don't know who these characters are. I don't recognize, you know, what this is. Because I wanted something like 
like a DC or a Marvel or Star Wars, something I could like, okay, oh, that's what that is. You know what I mean? And I, I had just had no idea. So I'm like, I'm the clueless guy here. I'm just totally out of the loop. But what struck my, what piqued my interest was when I was at the table directly behind the table or directly across from the Four Horsemen Studios table was a table of the, someone had, four, I don't know who it was at the time. I, it, I'm, I, I hate not remembering who that was, but there was a guy that had a full table of mythic legions that were like all fully customized. And I was like, I had never seen anything like that in my life because I mean, you know, you have people that have been customizing years before mythic legions came around, but you never, I I've never seen anything that was more embraced as this style of customizing where you could change something completely 180 or, you know, 360 to what it originally was. And still people like were accepting of it. It's like, you know, in the customizing world where I look at something like, you know, the Incredible Hulk, if you painted an Incredible Hulk blue, you'd probably be kicked out of every Marvel Legends group in existence because it's just one of those things you do not do. You don't change the color. You don't change his outfit. You know, you know what I mean? It's you just can't do it. And and with this line, this was the first time that I saw anything that had such a significant, you know, uh, expanse of like imagination that was embraced by the community and the toy line itself to just go ahead and do this type of thing. So that night I came home and my friend, you know, he had his exclusives and he, he let me open up the Cronon. Cronon was the, actually the very first figure that I sat down and, and really played with and pulled apart and did all the stuff. And I think maybe five, 10 minutes after playing with that figure, I was on store horseman and I was just firing away multiple orders on that. I think, I think that night I dropped like a 14, $1,500 order on mythic legions. And yeah. And from there, it just, it just spiraled into this freaking just, this world of just awesome people and, and innovation and, and experience. And, and just, like I said, such great times. And I, I've, I haven't been happier than I've been in my toy collecting life than I am now. It's just, it's just great. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah. Man. Absolutely. Brilliant. And I actually have right next to my desk. I actually shadow boxed it along with the original mythic, uh, the enamel pin sets that they have of all the factions. I actually have, uh, the, original chrono i actually bought it from my friend later on uh, a few years later i i bought the chrono that i he actually let me play with so i actually have the very first uh mythic legions that i ever you know put hands on in my collection yeah that's cool Heck, yeah that really is and what about you chris what got you into the world of legions so i was hovering Collected Marvel Legends. I think the same thing. Everyone, uh, almost everyone else's origin story, right? They were collecting other stuff. Um, I have an intense love affair with D Dungeons and Dragons that's lasted, you know, for well over thirty years. I don't want to date myself, but well over thirty years, right? Um, I was blessed to play, have a great play group that led all through early twenties and then off and on since then. So everything about the D and D world, love it. And I stumbled on Mythic Legions. I was like, oh, these things are awesome. Only seeing the retail price tag go, well, hold on a second. These are expensive, right? So that kind of kept me away. And then finally, um, another guy was getting out of it. Patrick Dix was uh, selling his collection. And this was uh, 
December 2019. So like, yeah, December 2019, right before everything kind of shut down. I'm in Hawaii for work and I'm sitting at the hotel and I'm like, all right, let's do it. And he had his collection for sale and I just went and racked off. I don't even want to know the dollar amount. It's a lot. And he was selling lots, right? And you, they were, figures were $35 a figure he was selling them for. So I'm incomplete, but still these are like my, the half of my dwarfs came from that first purchase. Like a bunch of King Bromdens, almost all my goblins, except for new ones came from that first purchase, right? So I got off to like a, I was going to say, Patrick had some great prices. Oh, I bought yeah. a lot of things yeah. as well at, when he, at, that, at that sale. Yeah. An awful lot. Yeah. It was a massive yeah. So like, And then, you know, I get everything in. And the first figure I open is Joran. Mm. That's the first figure that I open out of the box. It's Joran Runeshaper. And the second was Gadriel. And I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. These are crazy. <laughs> yeah. These are, oh my God. Let's look at the blue. This thing is so blue. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then, you know, like everyone else, immediate, I think within two weeks, I'm making customs. And then, you know, they have the the Megapolis transfer sale, mm. the, like the greatest in-stock sale ever, where things were up for, what, a month? So per, funny you mentioned Purple and Krona. I have a special – I think everyone that came in in that time, Eric, yeah. has a special place in their heart because that's what we we could, we got those on the in-stock, yeah. like yeah. stacks of those things, right? And along with Cassia – and a couple other figures. Um, so that was, those were two of the base of my customizing for, I mean, I learned how to strip paint off of them with acetone. I taught myself how to do that. Nice. Like, you know, how to dye them. Like that's, that's how I got in. It was, it was the love of D and D. And I guess being at the right, being in the cabal, at the right, joining the cabal at the right time when someone was selling, like I actually feel great for new people coming in right now. Prices have gone. Secondary prices have definitely oh, leveled yeah, off. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and we're and you we'll, can do and we'll continue to yes right as more as more new stuff comes out that makes the old stuff kind of meh right like that's gonna happen like i think right now is a great time for new people if you're thinking about getting in come d- join the cabal and look at what you can get for 40 bucks a figure there's a guy right now selling with a sale post things are missing heads but b- full bodies yeah 32 bucks yeah that's a steal i've seen that New stuff too, the Zylonian guards, the yep. bonds, yep. thirty. Bo- I'm like this. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that Zylarian guard is just absolutely. Oh incredible. yeah, 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 yeah. You could have twenty of him, and it wouldn't be enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you really could. <laughs> <laughs> right. So uh, we don't have too much time left. So I'm going to move us along, Rich, if that's okay. Um, what I want to talk to the guys about firstly is, uh, Eric, tell us a little bit about what you're going to have at your table. I'm going to bring up just for our benefit here uh, a couple of pictures you sent us through. Uh, so far, yeah. I will be bringing uh, approximately 50 plus full customs Wow! that I've finished wow. so far. Uh, I'll have a head rack that will probably include maybe... 25 to 30 painted heads and yeah. also i'm going to have 15 each which are my con exclusives of my exclusive torso and head sculpt that i did which is basically uh my first uh 
rendition of the Children of Mythos. So it's my Dwin character. He's like a small adventure boy that's yeah, uh, part awesome. of part really of like uh, Mythos. So he will be my exclusive. Um, yeah, so that'll be it. I'll have uh, customs, customs, and more customs. So uh, hopefully, I'll have a little bit of something for everyone to enjoy, and uh, I'll have. Uh, I'm also be bringing my uh, my new uh, my new stickers that I had printed for my. I saw logo, them. My they brand. look cool. Yeah, Please. yeah, yeah. Very so cool. I so I for you guys, I I have a ton of those for everybody at the show. You know, people that come by, free stickers, and I did. You know, uh, I. I you know, I, I can't, you know, I hate to say it, but I don't have enough for everyone because they do get quite expensive, but I did do a, a, a run of, uh, late night LeBron, uh, customs t-shirts that I'll be bringing for, uh, you know, a select few friends at the show. And, you know, hopefully I have enough to pass them out to all the people that have, like I said, supported me through this, through this, uh, adventure and, you know, yeah, that's what I'll have. And yeah, I'll be bringing my son. So it'll be his first time at Legion's Con. And I'll be happy to have him as my table partner. And can't wait, man. Yeah. That's awesome. What age is he? He's 18. He just turned 18. So he just graduated oh, awesome. from high so school. So the years prior, I couldn't bring him because he was in school at the time. So ah, yeah, yeah, of this course, year, yeah, that's uh, school time. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this will be his first time. And, you know, he's done a lot of traveling with me throughout the years. He's been to a ton of places. So it'll be nice to bring him into the East Coast and introduce him to everybody and watch him have a great time. That's cool. Yeah. Um, young Mr. Gerard was there last year and he was, yeah. a, he was a very good kid. And yeah. So, um, yeah, when they're that age, they start to be useful. So that's uh, that's going to be pretty good. <laughs> they can carry heavy things. Trust me, he'll be working, he'll at be the, working the table while I'm running around the floor buying <laughs> yeah. shit from everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you watch and the maybe, table, I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> maybe nip off for a beer with Mal. Mal is going to be our, our social animal. Trust me, trust me, my cash flow is going to be burning through my pocket as I'm looking at all the other tables. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have to admit, so, Eric, a couple of the, the painted figures that you sent us pictures. Yeah, like, so tell us, Rich, tell us Ooh. one you want to want to maybe chat a little bit more about. Uh, it was one of the cosmic ones, so with the okay. the purple spacesuit. Yeah. I think the blue and orange hair. Yes, yeah. cool. the top left one yeah. there. Yeah. So it's... that's the yeah, blue-headed guy, purple armor. G give yeah. us a little rundown but... of that, Eric. If you want. Uh, it's a uh, basically a ninety percent full custom three uh, D printed kit, all done by uh, Anthony Velez at Noble Bear Customs. Uh, it's a like a cosmic kit, and then the head sculpt was from. Uh, wolf king customs if i'm not mistaken or was that yeah it looks like well? yeah so yeah it's uh the only parts on it that are from an actual mythic legions uh figure is the hip the torso where the legs plug in the upper legs and the upper arms everything and the gloves uh everything else is all 3d printed parts and fully painted but yeah it's, yeah, it's uh, a brilliant figure yeah it's a it's a great kit a uh, lot of time and detail go into painting all those parts like that and yeah it's uh it's a like i said it's just a fun kit these are basically the only two um cosmic customs that i will be bringing to the show i think uh i think i'm more adept to um the kind of um 
look and feel of the sword and sandals style of the mythic legions that's more my my wheelhouse so i i enjoy painting that kind of stuff a lot more than i have have done as far as like the cosmic customs i haven't really done a lot Mm. of them so but i thought you know what i might as well you know i have these parts available right now and i i i actually had these both of these kits since last year's legions con i actually bought them from anthony at the at his table yeah i remember along with the plethora of other 3d printed parts that i have in my bins like all of us end up having you just have more than you can actually paint but yeah so i just figured you know what i might as well try to because i figured you know what there's probably going to be ten thousand different you know century repaint customs at at everybody else's table so i didn't want to be just another person putting out the same product i like to kind of keep my own you know niche in the game i i guess you could say so yeah Mm. Yeah, it's important. Mal, just so you and I are clear on this too, if I see you heading towards Eric's table then, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do a Tonya Harding on you, okay? just so we're clear on that. <laughs> nice. No, I, appreciate, I appreciate the, the you know, the 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 people that like i said enjoy my work and 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 you know come to the show and and can look at these figures in hand and in person and and just really appreciate the artwork that's be, that's put into them and the love and you know the creativity that all of us you know enjoy kind of sharing with the community and you know even as a customizer the hardest thing is i mean i love these figures probably more than anybody and the hardest thing is actually making one of these and and seeing how good they come out and then knowing like, oh, well, I'm going to sell this thing. You know what I mean? I just want to turn around and just put it right on my shelf. I don't, a lot of times I don't want to sell a lot of this stuff. I, I, I truly, the out of the 50 figures plus figures that I've already completed, there was actually one figure that I did that I actually made the decision. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to take it. I'm not taking it to Legion's Con. I'm actually yeah. leaving it at home and I'm going to actually keep it in my collection. It's just one of those things. It's not, it's not the greatest custom or anything in the world, but it's just something about it. The, the, you know the 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 paint job that I did on it. It just I don't know. It's just one of those things. And I don't necessarily try to like you know repeat uh, the paint process in any custom twice. But it's just one of those things where you know I just you know the way that this one turned out for me. I don't know. It's just it's just a special place in my heart that I just like. Wow, I just love this piece and I just cannot let it go. So you know a lot. But all these other ones, I mean, they're they're just as as much you know a part of like who I am and what I do is anything. And it, it's like kind of giving up your own children in a sense, you know what I mean? It's weird. Yeah. But that's, that's the art thing, you know, even artists sell their paintings so they can do more, you know, that's right, just right, right. Kind Absolutely. Of the way it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then Chris, you as well. Uh, we've obviously talked about this awesome, uh, resin castle dude, uh, piece. Yeah. Um, you also have customs. I'm seeing here, you have a lot of, uh, different style customs mostly mythic a lot of dwarfs yeah so we're gonna have we actually have two booths so we have uh, the mythic bits booth we'll be selling mm-hmm. just 3d prints i'm actually sharing a booth with giovanni blyden um so we're we, we did la- we did the same thing last year right so we'll have our customs at the other booth um because the custom like so they'll be two separate things so for print wise really quick we'll have the tower Space walls, a crap ton of heads, um, you know, at crazy bundle prices for the heads, um, and some little odds and ends for three D prints, little little surprise stuff uh, for customs. 
won't have a ton of cosmic. I will have a lot of dwarf. I mean, I won't say a lot. It's not a lot of dwarfs. It's a little, little bit of dwarfs. I was going to say, um, to be fair, when I talk about being cosmic, I'm seeing your guys dwarves, and I am going, that's a nice dwarf. That's a nice dwarf. <laughs> I'll probably be doing dwarves oh, as well. <laughs> I will have. So last year I featured, last year I featured dwarves um, as customs because they were affordable with the in-stock sale. Uh, so this year, same thing. I'll have a line of Templar, uh, dark Templars that are repainted that are on the table intended for like a first time buyer of a custom. They're, I don't think I don't know if I sent pictures of them. Um, that's kind of that's kind of the intent of them. So like they'll be they'll those will be priced specifically in the eighty to eighty dollar to one hundred dollar range because they're they they don't use a lot of parts. It's just a repaint. Um, so I do that every year. I bring a group of customs that are meant for someone on like a budget, and then my normal customs will be you know normal all over the place. Um, but there will be a couple cosmics coming with me. Um, I got yeah. this guy right here, and then yeah, I got the, a it's a repaint of Star a century in stuff. blue. Awesome. Yeah, repaint of a century heads by Jason Rodriguez. Um, I like Eric. I still love painting Mythic Legions a lot. Yeah, the, yeah. the cosmics are a little overwhelming for me because of the amount of things you can paint. Sure. Yeah, so I kind of get lost in it. Yeah, right. So um, I'm gonna try. You know, I'll have a lot more, a lot more Mythic um, until the big tall gray dude comes out. Yeah. Next year I'll have a lot of him repainted because <laughs> I'm I'm in love with that figure yeah. for a mind oh, flayer. I think so you're we'll not the a, only one. Yeah. Oh, I want to make a mind flayer out of that so badly. We're all yeah. we're so all, so badly. We we have fingers, toes, everything crossed that that wave lands and, and oh. ships before Legion's Con, so we have yeah. a little few of them on the table. <laughs> I mean, I won't have a lot to spend money on otherwise. <laughs> right. Last year I was proud. Yeah. So you never knows. Every dollar that you spend on my customs goes right back to the horse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> None, no, of it exactly. None of it came home with me last year. Exactly. It that's just goes works. back for me to buy more parts. That's so works, you know, yeah. that's just, that's awesome. Yeah. And you got a little group of um, monkeys as well, Chris. I noticed. I do that have a little funny. group of monkeys, and they are coming. I am hoping, beyond hope, I can finish. The those are actually a tribute. Um, event. those are a Marvel. Those are co- turning out to be possibly a Marvel tribute to a character, a very obscure villain. Nice. Um, if I can get the head, if I can get the villain done. So, but yeah, the monkeys are coming. Um, so I'll have a. I think it's. I didn't last count. It's like forty-five ish customs. Mm. Um, and a few Brilliant. painted heads. Uh, we have one. I don't have it in front of me, but. We have one cosmic head that I'm in love with um, that we actually have multiple versions of it. It's a generic assassin. And um, I'm going to paint those up to match the engineers. And those will be something people can just grab for, you know, 15 bucks and just go put them on an assassin right away. Brilliant. Nothing, not crazy good paint job. It's like black and, you know, yeah. a little bit of color. Nice. But for some, for some people, that's going to be more than enough you know yeah and if it makes yeah. the figure look better that's that's great yeah and that's that's all it is right i just want someone i love the engineer she's my second favorite figure from the then vorga right so i think that engineer body is just awesome yeah we're spotting the team here with the ladies huh yeah i mean listen it, it's vorga is i think vorga's arms are a game changer for part I'm, I'm a part so i'm a parts junkie like i look at a figure and I think Len once Len said with the Monkey King, he said, "Hey, give it an hour to breathe before you take it apart." I probably about like, like, I can't do that. <laughs> I think it's, first one out the box is coming apart. I just, that's that's my love of it, right? So like, 
when I create for customs, I actually don't like most of my figures when they're done. I'm ready to move on to the next project. That's why I don't have, I, I like selling them because I like going in people's collections. I'm in love with the process of making something. Yeah. The process is my favorite part. But that's why it was, it was so much fun uh, watching the G-Con with you guys last year. And uh, we're, in the, we're in the hotel watching it and, you know, figures are being revealed. And say you, for example, oh. you're like, oh, that's a new part. That's a new part. Yeah. Oh my and, god! And someone else over there is like, oh, I just love the figure. Oh. And someone else is like, oh, look at those soft goods. Yeah. You know? So it's everyone is kind of picking diff- their favorite different bits. I mean, we all like the figures as well. And I mean, most people keep keep an original figure, but you know, if they're a customizer, they're also looking at it going, okay, can I get ten of these? <laughs> you know, is oh, it god. is it good Red idea? De- Red Death. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't want to ask, but Eric, I'm sure you bought more than one Red Death. I actually ended up getting three. I I wanted to test out. Okay. I want to test. I I I'm trying to hold back because, like I said, the, the I'm saving up for Legion's Con because uh and and I did I did blow a huge amount of money on the uh, Ox Crew wave. I I I think oh, I, I think I did five of each thing on that wave. So it's like yeah Ooh. yeah. So it, that 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 took a little. That that hurt a little bit in the wall. Yeah, that did hurt a little. Yeah, bit. but I, but I definitely, like boots. I said, the uh, oh yeah, but the 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 Red Death uh, figure. As soon as I saw it, I was like, yeah, I got to get multiples. I'm like, I gotta, I gotta do something yeah. different with the soft goods. I gotta rip apart that body. I gotta paint it a different color. Yeah, it's it's on immediately. immediately. Right. I'm like, I, I hit up Jeremy. I'm like, Jeremy, do you know what the soft goods are made out of? Is it synthetic? Is it cotton? Yeah. I'm trying to pregame my. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to pregame for this die job that's about to happen yeah. to these parts. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Do I need synthetic dye? Do I need right? Yeah. Do I need do I need color? Do I need dye more? Do I need other dye? I mean, I'll just figure it out, I guess. But like that, and I think that body is going to airbrush. Like being able oh, to yeah, airbrush. Yeah. I'm a cheater. So the audience knows I'm an absolute cheater. I airbrush. Me too. Um, Me too. That's fine. Like airbrushing that body white mm. feels right. like it feels like it's just gonna look awesome right with black robes or something as a necromancer i'm kind of eyeballing the snowhead from black series as a good good pop in for that whole body i think he's got the same kind of look to him so i'm kind of eyeballing that as like okay let me make a necromancer when i get these things <laughs> rich you wanted to come in there sorry I was just going to say, can I have a clip of Eric saying he ordered five of each? I can play back to my wife and show that I'm not <laughs> oh, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, excessively yeah. bad at buying yeah, stuff. Yeah. There are I'll, people I'll far make sure there, that'll maybe. definitely be left yeah. in. I mean, I, I actually, the boys have been uh, such good guests. I don't think yeah. I have to do much editing on this. So I don't. And, I and and like I said, this is not. I mean, I had no, you know, one to rock and the rest to stock because I mean, all yeah. of the figures that I buy, this is all cut. This is all future investments mm-hmm. for future Legion's con shows and stuff. This is, oh, this is why it. I do it. So to the yeah, average toy collector, like I said, cherry pick or buy your one all in and be happy with it or whatever you might do. And, you know, obviously priorities come first in any household as far as paying bills or whatnot. The collecting is just a, the icing on a cake for all of us. Yeah. But for me, it's a, it's a, it's an investment in my, quote-unquote business that i do yeah right yeah so totally 
that's yeah, cool. just a, just a, just a bit about five of each, John. That's all I need. Let's not worry about the <laughs> yeah. there. He just talked about exactly. it. Just a bit about five of each. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, lads, it's been a pleasure to have you on. Uh, yes. Thanks for thanks for joining yeah. us and for being amazing guests. And uh, we could definitely talk for another hour, but uh, we've got two more wonderful guests lined up. So absolutely, we're going to head on over to those. Um, can't wait to see you both at Legion's Con. You as uh, well. In the yeah, we'll be there yeah. from we'll be there from Thursday on, uh, and obviously Friday evening with the setup gets us all kicked off. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And then the, see you tomorrow. Yeah, and then yeah. and then the drunken yeah. madness that'll take place inside of the yeah. uh, the Irish pub. So expect exactly. lots I'm of gonna, hugs and kisses and and like yeah. that warm. I'm warm trying to keep it on an even keel, you know. Yeah, yeah. that right. kind of that kind of level. You want it, you want it to be like a flat line, not an up, and then crash down to the floor. You know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, guys. Cheers. Wait, guys. Thanks yeah. for that. Yeah. Thanks for having. Cheers. Us. Thanks. 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 Appreciate Thanks. it. Have a good one. Yeah. Thank- Welcome to part two of this week's episode and we have two more fantastic customizers and artists within the Legions community. We have from Tucson, Arizona, another West Coaster, it's David Williams. He's a talented artist, he's a tattooist as well, he might even be doing a bit of that at Legions Con, you never know. He's a customizer um, and he's also a richest postbox in the USA and he's, uh, <laughs> and he's chaperone for... Uh, for intern for a day you need to look after him david you know he, he's gonna go he's gonna go a bit local so you need to just yeah. keep a leash on no our responsibility rich. for yeah. his actions yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's not allowed where he's your allegiance t-shirt that day um <laughs> david's going to be I'll bringing a lot of uh, painted stuff to legions con um customs and you're going to be part of the wolf king booth is that right david yes sir yeah i'll uh i'll be at the table i'm not sure the what the setup's going to be but i'll have heads and figures there very good. Well, thanks for joining us and great to have you on for the chats. Um, Absolutely. Thanks for having me. No problem. And our second guest in this part of this, uh, Eugene Eunuch from Nebraska in the USA. Uh, it's in the middle, he told us. Uh, he's another talented customizer and painter. Um, he'll have his own booth this year at Legion's Con for the first time under Dr. Grimm Customs. Um, if you follow him on Instagram, you'll already know that that booth is going to be pretty well stocked because he's a painting machine. He's a, he makes me feel bad sometimes with all the stuff, the cool stuff he's painting. <laughs> and you'll get parts from every, if you, if you like parts from, uh, from Plantry Dog, from all the different places, from Wolf King, from my action figure when they were still doing them, all the different places, Eugene's going to have some painted examples of them. So thanks for joining us, Eugene. Great to have you on. Thank you for having me. It's an honor and a privilege to be among ah. such a fine group of gentlemen. Oh, thank you very much. That's very nice. That's very nice. So how have you guys doing? How's the prep going? David, you you got your painting mojo still? 
Um, I still have about 20 or 30 more heads to paint. Um, just kind of getting ready. So I have enough stuff to rotate throughout the day as one sells. I can put more out, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Cool. And you're, uh, you, it's mostly Wolf King heads then you're going to be doing, or you got a lot of different stuff? Oh, it's, it's everything. Um, as far as, yeah, between, you know, stuff I've been gifted or stuff I've bought over the last year or so, um, even older custom heads that I've done that I've already posted online. Um, I've since put the, you know, the, the figures back in their normal configuration and, you know, just have the extra head for sale. Cool. Uh, and you, Eugene, how's the prep going? Uh, it's going, I never feel like I'm where I want to be on it. Yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, trying to, you know, and it's true for everyone trying to juggle, you know, regular job, home life, kids, yeah, spouse, sure. and any type of sanity is uh, a daily struggle. But uh, I've got quite a few that are still in uh, various stages of being done. And I feel like this next month, I'll hopefully be able to get quite a bit of that done. Pretty much anything I've posted the last few years is likely to make an appearance there. Cool. So, Oh, wow. So, so flick pack through Eugene's Instagram, which we'll be linking on this on the post of the show and uh you'll be able to see if there's anything interesting there for you so um are you going to be working it on your own or do you have some help then for the booth uh i've got a buddy that's going to be there with me uh this is nick instagram nick two on uh on instagram we went to uh legions con together last year we're going again this year we're meeting up there so i said hey i'm getting a table i'll pay for your badge if uh, you know you'll be my booth babe so he agreed so <laughs> well we got mal running around getting his beers while we were yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The i'm the tea boy <laughs> yeah or water boy I, mean, I suppose might be appropriate <laughs> exactly yeah that's the reason why the podcast so we have somebody to 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 help at the booth you know now we have three hands at the booth you know <laughs> maybe next year we'll have to expand it to five you know we'll have to see we'll be auditioning for new hosts <laughs> oh wow do yeah, you man. carry do you carry trays of beer <laughs> can you talk on mic are you available x nights a week <laughs> and uh so what about uh what about this new figure obscura everybody picked that up yeah yeah yep, yep. yeah multiples i picked, up, I picked f- up a couple yeah yeah i picked up three um i'm already i'm already trading one out to uh somebody in the cabal that wasn't able to afford it okay not necessarily wasn't able to you know pick it just, up but, just cash flow um, wise yeah, so I, I have an extra, or I have an extra coming, so I'll just trade it out for him. Um, I don't really cool. have any plans for it. Yeah, I don't have any plans for it much more than just display the one and then kind of take apart the other and check it out. I really think that like zombie body is pretty cool. Yeah, we were talking to Chris Ferone and at the end of our, uh, the last bit of the episode, and uh, he was uh, very excited to get that body um and maybe get a bit of white paint on it, either airbrush or a bit of dry brushing or something, and uh, see how that looked. And I think, yeah, that's a nice preview for Necronominus, isn't it? That that's a absolutely nice, that's a nice little sneaky. Yes. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just picked up the one. But you, 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 Eugene. Uh, I bought a few. Yeah. Um, 
once I watched, uh, I think it was Dork Layers review, and I saw yeah. a bit more on the body and the different uh, things on there. I went, okay, I, I need a few to tear yeah. apart and, you know, see what they can do. I've got a couple ideas in store for one. I actually just got my first one today. And so I was messing with that before I hopped into the room and cool. trying to figure out what I want to do with that one because it's it's going to be fodder. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> just because it's first doesn't mean it stays. So. No, it's all right. I was going to say, I love the fact we're starting to get sort of bare forearms and bare shins now, and hopefully we'll get some more human uh, ones of them as well in the next uh, wave that's uh, revealed at uh, G-Con, because some human versions, barbarian versions of them would be pretty good as well. So, Oh, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, even the puddle of blood is cool. <laughs> <laughs> you know it, yeah, it really fits obviously in with that, the yeah. character but um i think the horsemen have always said they probably wouldn't do blood effects with the, lead, with the mythics or the cosmics but uh, it fits perfectly with the character and it's cool if you want to do a bit of that in your own setups or whatever it's a cool little piece uh, yeah. yeah for sure yeah i would have got more only yeah just bad timing so i was happy just to get the the all in because I'm a sucker for the pin and the, the, the mug as well on top. Mm-hmm. And uh, if I see a few maybe oh, sit yeah. at the end of the table at Legion's Con, I'd definitely, definitely be sneaking one of them into the basket. <laughs> like Rich, <laughs> huh? Yeah, I'll always, I'll always, I'll always pick up a, the all-in initially for the mug and the pin, um, and then usually one or two extras. But... I mean, if they're still up at the at the end of the day, I might pick up one more just to have, uh, just leave it boxed, you know, until that's inspiration true. Yeah, strikes. Yeah, I have Monkey King in the same situation, um, but I have so much. Yeah. in the UK group earlier, it was just selling the uh, the clock, and there's like a stampede. Yeah, of people trying to get it. <laughs> yeah, so. it's really good. It's yeah, mm. it's you know, <laughs> I'm quite taken aback by just how good the clock looks. It's it's. Mm excellent it's but you remember when we had bill on you know and they were talking about uh you know designing props and stuff for you know for broadway and whatever and i think it's just it's just an extension of that where they have the they have this kind of stuff you know they have the experience of doing that in the 3d uh programs you know on on the the software and then they just print it out at the smaller scale send the prototype off to the factory and you get something that cool and obviously it gets painted properly as well, you know, their factory and obviously they know how to do this kind of uh, wood effect and all that kind of stuff. You know, that's what's really cool about this line is that you get stuff that is well painted by the factory as well. You know, it's, uh, you know, I wouldn't unless I wanted to do a different color, I wouldn't see repainting that clock as improving it. You know, it's so well done. But yeah. That's cool. And uh, what about the last cosmic wave? We heavy in on that? Yeah. No, the ox crew. Oh, the ox crew. I just, I just did an all in. Um, It's, it's mostly a financial thing. Like I'll do an all in on every wave, and then throughout the year, so that it takes, I'll order from, you know, Nerdzoic or one of the places that tends to ship quickly and um, usually takes the money up front because. You, you just kind of never know what's going to happen in two years time and having a, a $400 order come out out of nowhere. Is, no, that's true. I, that is the, that is the beauty of maybe the all in you pay for it up front. Okay. It's a hit now, 
but then it's like free figures in a year or two's time, which is sweet. Um, and then obviously, I think now as well, with the amount of retailers there is, it's not much of a risk. You know, if you get your all in and you're kind of, OK, yeah. that's my collection side sorted in terms of customs fodder. Well, OK, yeah. it'd be nicer to get them at horseman prices. But if you really needed a couple of centuries now, for example, Cosmic Wave 1, you'd still be able to find them somewhere, you know. It's not that hard. There's there's so much stuff. Yeah. And I don't I don't think of I don't think of customs yeah. Yeah. until I have figures in hand really. Um so usually most of my orders come after they've already yeah. been out. Um, yeah, I think the same. Yeah. You Eugene, how do you work with that with that? Do you do you order heavy on the pre orders or I kinda do a mix um like this wave i did a couple all-ins and then a couple other of the figures that kind of fit some ideas that i had when i looked at uh you know the preview show and all the different renderings because the you know it's kind of an interesting i guess dynamic with uh you know we have cosmic we have figure obscure and we have mythic so you know especially you know when you're looking at customizing so much of it is okay are these figures where I can get these parts here elsewhere right now? So maybe I don't need, you know, three or four of them, you know, in this pre-order versus, you know, like this wave of cosmic, I didn't see hardly, you know, there were not very many reused parts just in general. So yeah. I went a little bit heavier than I normally do on cosmic because uh, fantasy is more where I like to create, but I am really enjoying creating the sci-fi. It's just, I prefer the fantasy aspect more for my own tastes on there but uh i kind of also take the same approach as david where okay i try to be a little bit more conservative i guess uh with it what i think i can i just want to know that i want the discount on and then i'll pick up pieces here and there along the way because like you like you mentioned with so many retailers now there's uh you know i kind of shop around and find the best deal, whether it's free shipping or, you know, no tax or rewards, just try to weigh all that out for, for sure, my own benefit. Yeah. yeah. And especially there in, in the States, there's a, there's a lot of options and, and you could get to the odd con where the horsemen are. Obviously Legion's con is, is one of those. Um, it's just figuring out what's like, okay, this Legion's con, what I saw today, it's six weeks away. So by the time this is posted, it'll be, this episode goes up, it'll be a month away, which is crazy. Um, and it's just thinking now, okay, Legion's Con next year, what waves will be landing around the, you know, three to six months before that, that'll be on the table at Legion's Con 24. And then you get them at the show prices, which is almost pre-order prices anyway. Um, now obviously you guys like us, you have to fly in from uh, a bit away. So you have to factor in that to it as well. Although it didn't stop Rich last year. <laughs> I, I don't know what you mean john <laughs> just extra luggage you know uh, how much did you have the two bag allowance last year yeah no i just had i had a one um one cabin bag so in the thing above oh yeah and uh just a, a normal suitcase oh so you just threw all your clothes in the bin that was it oh yeah <laughs> i just managed to take them but it was genuinely touch and go but i was going to leave in the hotel room rather than what i was wearing <laughs> wow. it was ridiculously close <laughs> I love the commitment. I love the commitment. Yeah. But this year I've got six suitcases coming with me, so it's fine. 
Yeah, and doesn't Brian uh, <laughs> Brian Almeida is also offering a shipping service of some sort, so he he might be one of one of the first places to go to chat to, to try and work out a shipping deal before we go to the horseman table. Yeah, last year, uh, last year I brought an empty suitcase and then my backpack. Um, I was, I was, I thought it was going to be cooler. Yeah. So I brought it's, no- a it's November in, in the... and um, all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's currently <laughs> wow. 95 degrees here. So, um, toasty. Anything, anything lower. Yeah. It's, it that's true. Yeah. Feel a little bit more, <laughs> more cool to me. But, uh, I ended up leaving. I had this really nice toiletry bag that I've been, I've been traveling with for years, but, uh, you know, it was either leave the toiletry bag and keep the four horsemen figures that I bought sealed or take them all out of the package just to carry this bag that has my <laughs> contact lenses in it, you know? <laughs> so I, I, oh, man. so I just, I left it behind so I could keep my, my belt. Yeah. Well, I, uh, I, package. I must admit this year, I'm thinking of any t-shirts I bring with me or just be like old crappy ones that can just go in the bin after you know so that i can you'd be, fine if you'd be getting yeah. a few shirts at the con Absolutely. anyway you know exactly. between exactly. between the different places there's going to be people that have shirts so yeah i yeah. bought a, i bought quite a few shirts at the convention and that was another thing i yeah. pack like i'm gonna be gone for a month anyway. well, you never know you might get sidetracked you know? but i think this year it's yeah yeah, who knows? Maybe I'll have to live in an airport for a month. Yeah, like that Tom Hanks movie. It was a bit more than a month, was so. it? Um, yeah, I yeah. just can imagine <laughs> the that action, action figures would be awesome, though, wouldn't it? A month of sighting in an airport just playing in Mythic Legion. Oh, if you, yeah, if you had your bag. For, <laughs> you hopefully, uh, hopefully you haven't checked in the bag yet. That'd be a disaster, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't it? Um, yeah. Yeah, just thinking of the cleaning staff in that hotel last year. I mean, even my room alone, there was just a stack of empty lesions boxes beside the bed. Now, I tried to make it neat as possible, but uh, because I wanted to make sure I didn't leave like a sword or a weapon inside. So I I went meticulously through the plastic. But uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, I can imagine every single room. She's like shaking her head. (laughs) going, What is this stuff? Yeah. So, yeah, so much cardboard in the hallways. It was insane. Yeah, can you imagine their, uh, you know, their bin, their bins that he, that 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 week, you know, the recycling truck has to come back twice <laughs> just for paper. I felt very guilty. I left like forty odd myth, empty Mythic Legions boxes in my hotel room, and forgot that you meant to tip the, the maid staff, aren't you, in America? So I didn't even tip either. So oh, like, oh God! Oh, Rich, I am the worst person in the world ever. To be fair, mine got tipped with basically a whole set of new toiletries and a few cans of pop that I'd picked up, <laughs> lemonade stuff that I'd picked up. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, tipping, that's another thing, yeah. And now that they have a bar there this year, we have to be careful. You need to pay twice for the beer, you know? Yeah, that could get that could get really expensive. Um, that's the case where yeah. I, would, I would recommend just, just an overall a tab tip at open. The end. Yeah. And then, yeah, because when you yeah. start paying in cash at a bar, you know, a $6 beer turns into yeah. a $12 yeah. beer. Exactly. Every time. And probably the later you know. in the night, it's a $15 <laughs> beer. <laughs> Depending on how attractive oh, yeah. the barmaid is, a $20 beer. Or, <laughs> or, how, or how bad your rounding it becomes. Yeah. Very good. Well, Rich, do you want to crack out a bit with our with our... Legions Con, Road to Legions Con. Uh, uh, g- generic questions, questions yes. Yeah. 
Um, I sound bitter and twisty because I am, because Curtis said they were generic, and it's like, no, Curtis, they're not. They're important. <laughs> <laughs> so, Eugene, let, let's start with you. So, so what is your favorite Mythic Legions faction? I'm pretty partial to Aerithur just because I like the uh, variety that you get there. Um, you know, especially with the fantasy perspective, I love the demons and the orcs and uh, I really love the Templars. So I have a lot of, you know, evil Templars <laughs> in my own collection that, you know, have gone dark. So that that's my favorite faction. Pretty good one. You've got a lot of parts that's there. A great one. Yeah. Yeah. See, my Templars are all good, but they're, they're not humans, most of them. So the humans well, are the baddies. They're the dark Templars. So they've they've gone the other way, sort of thing. So yeah, <laughs> we and think very terms, similarly. Yes. And in terms of a favorite mythic figure, then would that come from the same faction, or is that something wildly different? It would. Uh, David already mentioned it. Belphegor is actually my favorite figure in the line. It's a great figure. Him with those red demon wings and just that evil grin. I just I love it. I'm not a big test shot person. That was one that I was very, very happy to get. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And were you at intern last year where, where they did the bust? I was. Also, you got the bust I as was. well. Uh, yeah. The one we had last year was Malleus. Oh, that was Malleus, um, was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was the year before. And okay. actually ended up giving that to my buddy, Nick, that was my plus one because he's a big skeleton fan. So let him take that one home and, if we're talking about busts, can I say, David, at this point, if you've been listening to our episodes, you may have heard me joking about stealing your painted bust. Obviously, that was that was only a joke, obviously. <laughs> yes, I, I... Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Mal, it's, it's not a joke. Mal, I'll, I'll pass it on to you, don't worry. <laughs> and, it, and it definitely... And it definitely won't end up on eBay under the Jones 123. Yeah. David, David, you sure, just come yeah. to me or Mal for the room key on uh, Friday evening and, and we'll let we'll you do a little cool. Yeah. <laughs> the, the other one of us will bring Rich to the bar and you just do, you do what's right. I won't get a chance to swipe anything after joking with Joe Vassapolo that I'd, I'd break in and nick some of the, uh, the Legion stuff. I think I'm going to get escorted around the studio the entire day. <laughs> I'm not sure they realize I was joking. Oh yeah. They'll, they'll, yeah, they'll have their eyes on you the whole show. <laughs> oh, you don't like noble bear? Yes. Well, check this out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking we get to go to G-Con after part of the intern thing. And it's like, it's a noble bear wave. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I bet you you'll love it. <laughs> In the I will love it. Of course, I will. I'll buy them. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to boo them. Jim's far too scary. If they do, if they do happen to, you know, think you're important enough as a podcast host now to bring you up on stage to 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 talk about one of the figures that they reveal, it's definitely going to be a noble bear figure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're that important. They'll be like, job, oh, but yeah. there's a lizard coming in the Sons of the Red Star. But first, let's bring Rich up to talk about this barbarian. <laughs> the 2.0 barbarian. Here we go. <laughs> and David, what about you? What's your favorite faction? I, th- I feel like I should know this already, but I can't for life me think what well, it would be. It, oh, what sort of friend are you? You can, uh, you can cue the uh, fence rider music. Because um, I, I can't just... <laughs> I can't pick one at a time, ever. Um, currently, I would say Alithia is my favorite uh, faction. Um, mostly the aesthetic. I like, you know, I like metal. I like, I wear black. I, I like vampires. But uh, but I've also, like, 
my featured part of my collection is actually the PowerCon exclusive stuff. Like it's it's the thing that I have like completed on display, always dusted. You know, um, that's got to be one of my favorites as well. Cool. Not that it's a faction, but it's no, but it's a it's a thing. It's a, so you even have the uncan. I don't have an uncan, but I made a I made a I made a Sir Duncan is what I called him, and ah, it's it's a man at arms cool. custom. Uh, I posted a few years ago, but that's um, that's what I have displayed in his spot. That works. Yeah, I did my own custom of him as well for myself. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully, David, it's not as bad as that god-awful buzz-off he did recently. Oh, yeah. That... <laughs> <laughs> Which is possibly the best thing I've seen ever in Legion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we'll, we'll get we'll get on to those. Don't worry, we're going to talk about, uh, about both your uh, uh, customs. But uh, yes, David. See, this, is why, this is why me and David got on so well at last year's Legion's Con. You know, vampires instantly. He's, he's already my favorite guest. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Eugene. <laughs> that's fine i'm used to being living in people's shadows oh, so at dude, least it's david dude, dude. <laughs> there'll be a queue at your table don't worry <laughs> and what about favorite figure um my yeah. favorite overall figure like it hasn't changed since i got him is adamon um i it i got him for a really great price uh in 2020 and um it's it's a cool mix of barbarian and knight parts with that atlas head. Um, he's just a cool looking figure. Um, but also, again, uh, another favorite of mine is the uh, the shadow equidron, the big horse ogre. I just think that's such a cool looking figure. Yeah, they don't get enough uh, talked about. I th- I feel those the equidron figures. I think they definitely. I've gone under the well, radar. And that head's coming as the alternative head for um, Bishop. Is that what it's called? The uh, white horse? Yeah, Bishop, yeah. yeah. Similar. Yeah. Uh, so that'll be quite cool. Yeah, a lot, of, cool. A lot of my, um, a lot of the characters I, I tend to gravitate towards and become, they become my favorites, um, come along with their bios. Um, and he had a really cool bio that, you know, like the factionless character that just kind of storms into battle. Um, I thought that was cool. So that kind of brought him up a little, a little even more. Yeah. Since we started doing this show and we did a, we, you know, we delved into the lore a lot more than I knew for sure. Um, when the new waves start getting announced now, I'm actually focusing more on the, on the bios mm-hmm. and, and that's a totally different angle for me now. And it's, it's, it's totally kind of enhanced the whole thing. Yeah. I still look at them as, oh, I mean, this is the coolest one because he, you know, he has this, color scheme and he's he looks like this but but i'm also more drawn towards the ones with the cool bios yeah i i was never never interested in having a clavian figure until i read yeah. the bio and i thought that it was a really yeah. cool group of skeletons yeah, it is. so i was yeah. really happy to see him end up in an all-star because i i think it seems cool more than it looks cool yeah definitely yeah and i think he does look cool too he does Despite what Rich thinks. <laughs> oh, whoa, you were on the same line as me when we did the, the earlier episodes, John. Don't, don't no, backtrack no, no. in now. No, I just f- preferred other ones, <laughs> but you were you were very I much... don't know. The thing with 
the thing I like with Clavian is that they can take the limbs off and use them as weapons, mm-hmm. and that's a thing that they do. So yeah. I, I like that aspect. Yeah. Of it as well. Oh yeah, that's the first thing I'm going to do with one on display. I'll have him like holding his other arm, you know, as mm. the weapon. Yeah. I think that'll be cool. Yeah, because they can they can poison by touch, basically. Isn't that the mm-hmm. isn't that the thing with him? Yeah, love it. And what about cosmic then, David? What what is your favorite cosmic? Thing? Um, I I'd have to say the Sentry is the one that I pick up and mess around with the most. Um, aesthetically, I really like the helmet, and like I actually love the the one color scheme. Um, so I would say that the Sentry is definitely there. So I'm excited about that that Gravekeeper as well. Considering it's oh yeah almost all the same parts with more. Oh, we're we're crossing fingers and toes and everything that there might be on the tables at Legion's Con mm-hmm. if they can get them in and shipped. I think that's their goal as well. So yeah, crossed. Jeremy was saying it's definitely what they're aiming for, isn't yeah. it, to get them the wave two in, and then we can get a couple of those Novian Lean, the Grey Alien Dude, that the Gravekeeper. A lot of cool stuff there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me just check how much extra baggage is on the airline. <laughs> Bear with me a second. Mine's a hundred, so <laughs> yeah, mine's a hundred dollars as yeah, well. So, so yeah, I see how much Brian will charge to ship stuff. Yeah, exactly. That's the <laughs> that's the benchmark. Yeah. <laughs> and what about you, Eugene? Any a favorite cosmic? Uh, from the ones that are actually in hand right now, I actually like the science officer the best. That uh, there's something about that metallic white and the uh, the different fingers and hands that it just uh, and that head sculpt I really I like it a lot uh well I was actually expecting to like the uh engineer the most or uh Olek but the science officer is in hand won me over the most yeah and so is it the the helmeted head or the unhelmeted head that you're saying you it's like? the helmet the helmeted head that I really yeah. like yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. I love that helmet. It's awesome. Yeah, that was a that was a surprising really? figure. Uh, I ordered the least of that initially, and ended up with quite a few of them because I they're just so good. Yeah, they they have the bubble helmet, don't they? Or is it, no, they don't they have don't. the bubble helmet. It's, they don't. Uh, have the Sentry has the bubble. But helmet. they have the the red, red legs, the ones that go backwards. And um, yeah, that's right. They, I think that. The horseman handled that really well. I was worried that it was going to be kind of a a, a front heavy figure, but it's everything is engineered really well. Yeah, I think the little extra time they took to arrive probably helped a lot mm-hmm. in terms of quality. So, you know, that's what uh, that's what we get. I heard Gerard Gerard say the only things he wished about the science officer, and I kind of agree with him, is that it come with the uh, the three toe that was two toed foot rather than the normal foot yeah that, oh um, yeah. yeah yeah just would have given you a few more parts in the the very basic color scheme to do things with i think so yeah yeah and it's just a, a whole alien aspect to it isn't it with the two two yeah. toes rather yeah. than the normal That's foot etc yeah. eugene what got you into uh the legions lines then uh actually my buddy nick did um I'm a huge Hellboy fan and a lot of the history that, you know, Mike Mignola puts into it there and the fantasy aspect of it sitting there going through. And I had just bought some of the, uh, Palm empire, like one twelve Templars. And I just, they got them in hand and they're just so tiny. And I was just like, man, I really, 
this is really frustrating because I my favorite figure ever is like that thousand toys Hellboy, and I was just really frustrated with that. And then my buddy said, "Well, why don't you buy some of these Templars?" And this was right before the Aerithor pre-order had closed. And I was like, "Well, I'll buy some when I get back." Because I was going to go visit my uh, buddy in Berlin who I hadn't seen in close to ten years that I grew up with. And so then I come back and I get a few Templars from BBTS, and I went, "Oh boy, I I really screwed up not getting on that Aerithor wave." And, uh, and then the pandemic happened and I saw a lot of the, you know, the customizing that went on with it. And that really kind of helped fill a void for me creatively, uh, creatively, because you know, it's one of those, I, I think like most of us, you know, we grew up a lot with, you know, comics and cartoons and graphic novels and that type. And uh, the areas that I was always really, really interested in and that I liked to look into the most uh, in the uh, area that I grew up in were probably not the most looked well upon, I guess, because of uh, a lot of the religious or personal beliefs, because I really was fascinated by the occult, the history, and, you know, just the type of ghost stories, that type of stuff. And, you know, and so, you know, Hellboy kind of led me there. And then, you know, Nick and also my other buddy, Dan, you know, really kind of helped me out get into that. And then I found this outlet that, just really kind of unlocked a lot of uh, passion for me to learn and to make my own world with it. And I think that's the most appealing thing to me is, and this is going to sound like heresy, but the lore itself of legions is not a huge draw for me. I enjoy it. I appreciate it for what it is, but every time I get a figure, or I look at a figure, it's not, okay, how am I going to, you know, fit into this existing uh, world that they've created? It's how's this going to fit into the world that, I want it to be here for my own collection and for my own uh, stories that I like to do. So that's, that to me is the biggest draw. And that's really also helped because I'm also a huge Transformers fan. And over the years, it's like, you know, how many different versions of, you know, G1 Optimus Prime or Grimlock do I really need? I can have 60 different versions, but at the end of the day, it's the exact same one that everybody else and their mother can go and, you know, buy from, a toy store but you know the one that i make for my mythic shelf well that's unique to me it's unique to anyone else they might be able to replicate it but i know what i put into it i mean you you fit really well here with uh with rich and his own factions you know uh there's your optimus prime i'm just bringing it up for the guys here because you did an awesome optimus prime custom uh a while ago and, and uh, yeah. you can, uh, we will put pictures in the comments of this episode on our Facebook page. So pop over there, but also pop over to the guys' socials, which we will plug as well at the end. Um, yeah, th- I mean that's an awesome take on Optimus Prime. I mean, talk us talk us through that one. So on this one, um, I had gotten the uh, the wave that. Uh, Magnus was in the Aerithere wave and I was just going, I had been talking with uh, my friend Dan and Nick and, and, you know, I'd really like to, cause there's a very old uh, Transformers episode that's kind of lived rent free in my head for years where they get sent back to like medieval times. And I thought, well, what would it actually look like if they were medieval type individuals? And so that's how that kind of came to be. And so I was looking at it and I've, tried with those uh, homages in particular 
to do a blend of kind of the animation and the show style um, because there's just so many details on, you know, legions in general, regardless, you know, cosmic figure obscure or, you know, mythic that it feels a disservice to not try to use it to enhance it as much as possible. Uh, that's not to say that, you know, every single nook and cranny I do something with, but you know, on this one, this was a lot of, I just wanted to try new things. Uh, that whole thing, except for the detail work was airbrushed. You know, I had gotten some chrome paint and I wanted to try that out. I had gotten some new metallics and I wanted to see how those worked. And so that's how that one kind of came to be. And the and shield, then, uh, did you use a kind of a stencil or did you freehand that? Uh, no, that was a stencil. I am not good at free no, freehand. Who is? So. David maybe is. Uh, I mean, David is. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> He's, he does it for a living as well. <laughs> exactly. Um, but then you had to design the stencil. So that's, a, I mean, that's no, it's no um, picnic either. That, that was all my wife. She has a, a cricket machine. Ah, so cool. it's very nice that uh, I can go, Hey, um, I had this symbol. Can you make me a stencil? And she goes, sure. You know, go do the dishes and then I'll, I'll make it for you. <laughs> so. Sounds good. I must have a word. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. So Eugene, with with your uh, Hellboy love that you talked about, did you pick up the Hellboy set that somebody did, a 3D printed set? Yep. Yeah. I did. Uh, I've actually picked up, I think, three sets of, or three sets of it over the years. There was one that I think Jason uh, Rodriguez did yeah. uh, mm -hmm. quite a while back. I gifted one to my uh, friend Ian, who actually had uh, taken some photos of it for me. Um, because he's a product photographer for a third-party transformer company and a couple other companies. And oh, okay. So he got me into Hellboy, so that was my gift to him uh, as a thank you for that. And then uh, uh, Subadom put out that other kit, uh, Heaven Lad, I think last year. I bought a few sets of those. I haven't had a chance to actually get to them, and I'm hoping that'll be my, you know, after Legion's Con, yeah. okay, this is my personal project <laughs> yeah. that I've put aside, put aside long enough that I want to actually tackle. So Cool. Excellent. And David, what got you into Legions? Um, so I've been I've been collecting toys my entire life. I don't think that there was a point where I necessarily stopped. Um, but I was also pretty late to the internet. So I, when Spawn came out, I I became familiar with with the Horsemen through like Toy Fair magazine and. Um, I kind of just followed them pretty, pretty closely. And then, um, I, I kind of fell off of that when they started doing Kickstarters. Cause it was, again, it was like the internet was kind of weird and new to me. And the idea, like I didn't understand Kickstarter. So I just avoided it altogether all the way until, um, 2020 was when everything was kind of shutting down and um, I spent a lot more time at home just kind of screwing around and I came across a Mythic Legions video. I think it was a Dork Lair video. I think it might have been that Templar video. So I looked them up uh, because I recalled thinking they looked cool, you know, years ago. And um, it was when Big Bad Toy Store had all of Advent. I think it was all Advent of Decay pretty much just readily available. So I, I basically, I ordered one of each type of figure. I think I ordered a, the Cowrose 
the Elf Ranger, a Snag, and a Hagnon initially. And I just, that was like my first order. And it was the first toys that I, that I held in hand that felt really solid and really well made. So from that point on, I, I basically ordered everything that Big Bad had, um, before I started pulling them apart. And, um, at the time I was really into Game of Thrones as well. So I thought it'd be cool to make a Robert Baratheon out of, you know, a handful of parts that I had extras now. And from that point, I joined the Cabal and, uh, the community really kept me there. Like the figures are exceptional as, you know, we all kind of know, but, uh, between the figures and the community, it was, that's it. I, I pretty much just wiped out my, the whole rest of my collection of action figures and primarily stick to just Legion stuff now. I think that's a really important point that I think sometimes those of us that have been in the community, because I joined about the same timeline as David did with the Cabal. And I think sometimes it gets taken for, I don't want to say maybe taken for granted, but I, I think a lot of times people maybe are just so little shocked at how much that community still pulls it in, mm-hmm. you know, as far as, you know, you see a lot of times, you know, people are helping each other out. There's not, I don't feel like there's a lot of ego in that community, the way that I've experienced it, you know, like in one, six scale groups or, you know, Mezco or GI Joe or Transformers groups, you know, it's everybody is for the most part is very willing to give either their time, their energy or their knowledge to try to help someone out. And I, that uniqueness is something that I really hope continues as that community grows. Because that's definitely been what's kept me there more so than anything. I mean, David and I got to chat last year for how many hours outside the hotel we were waiting to get in for, you know, and it's like, I, we, I think we had seen each other in the cabal and maybe had a comment here or there, but you know, it was a couple hours that we were just chatting and it's, that's a big reason why I wanted to go back this year is to experience that community again. Yeah. And I mean, I remember chatting to you, David, and you just, uh, at Legion's Con last year and you just said yeah I just decided to come and didn't know what to expect and uh, uh, whoa this is <laughs> more than I could have expected because everyone's just nice and everything is just kind of relaxed and kind of cool and you know yeah I, I I thought it was I thought the setup for today for me and Eugene to be on the same show was intentional for the fact that Eugene was like the first person I really just stood and talked to <laughs> at Legion's Con that, that started out as a total stranger until we, we filled out those name badges. And we both kind of realized that we were like already following each other and already had interactions online. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was, that was the thing about Legion's Con that was so special was the human interactions as opposed to, you know, the toys and stuff you get. Oh yeah, I mean, like as an adult, it's it's more difficult to make new friends. Like you know, it doesn't happen as much. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you get thrown together with people if you have children, and you know, you it's kid, you know, through school or you know, work colleagues. But that's only there's only maybe a twenty percent chance you might get on with those people mm-hmm. because you might have nothing in common. But in a community where you're coming together for something that you have an interest in already. Uh, and then for it to be kind of welcoming and 
you're able to make friends in it and kind of find your people within that community. Mm-hmm. It's a win-win, isn't it? Yeah. You know? Oh, it's great there. Yeah. I mean, Absolutely. me and David chatted a lot online, but we'd never, you know, actually spoken. Yeah. And they spent quite a bit of time together at the, the con last year, chatting away sort of thing. Yeah. And, you know, it's a really great place. I think I'm looking forward to it even more this year, just because I think, I think John and Mal have both said the similar thing that, you know, everyone was a little bit rabbits in the headlights. Oh, last yeah, year. yeah, yeah. You know, it was just like, whoa, there's so much stuff going on. Whereas plus, now, plus jet we lag, won't be. Not- <laughs> yeah. Whereas this year, we won't be. So it'll make it easier for us just to just go up and just go, hey, how you doing? Yeah. And, and all that sort of thing. Absolutely. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, that's the fun part of it. Yeah, that you, there'll actually be some people, uh, probably a lot of people at this point who are between chatting on this, you know, and and also meeting last year that, yeah, you can just kind of slot in. You know, it's like me, I don't live where I come from, but if I go back home to Ireland and I see some friends that I grew up with, it's, you kind of just continue the last conversation you've had almost, you know, there's not too much kind of awkwardness or kind of, you know, uh, 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 it's just straight into a conversation about something mm-hmm. and that's perfect for me, you know. We don't have to do the small talk. We can get to the real talk. Yeah. <laughs> and let's just say that I'm, I'm, I was clever enough to organise it so Eugene and David would be on because of the, the fact they chatted. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's why you didn't. Well, let's, yeah, let's just yeah, go with that line. Rich, the, that, that rich well. the genius yeah. strikes again. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we might slightly answer the next question, but Eugene, what are, what are you looking forward to most at Legion's Con this year? Oh, it's definitely seeing everybody again last year um my work partner uh she's pretty immune compromised so i played it very very cautious last year i didn't do much socializing um you know masked up everywhere because she had had a bout of covid about two months before i left and it hit her pretty hard and i wanted to make sure that when i came back i didn't give that to her i ended up getting it anyway but uh I'm looking forward to seeing more people and spending more time socializing. And I'm really looking forward to, you know, seeing what everybody's done and what they've been working on. And I is one of the things that I really enjoyed last year was just seeing how much everyone kind of lit up when put two and two together, you know, like David and I in the line, it's like, wait, we, you know, we've talked before. So, but I had no clue, you know, you know, who you were, what you look like. and you know, vice versa. And so actually getting to do that, knowing a lot of, you know, names to faces now, I'm just looking forward to seeing people again, because that, you know, that gave me a lot of energy last year, that gave me a lot of, um, a lot of, a lot more love and care for the community that, you know, you don't always necessarily get when it's just a strictly online interaction. So I'm, that's what I'm looking forward to the most this yeah. year. And are you the sort of customizer that picks up pieces from other people as well, Eugene? So is there anybody, yes. or, so is there anybody in particular you're looking, you're looking forward to seeing their table this year or anything like that? Well, I, I don't have a piece from David, so I need to get something from him this year. So I'm going to okay. be swinging by Wolf King for that. And John, I hope you bring in that blue Krampus you showed months ago because I saw that and I went, you know, I really, really dislike how good you made this oh, look. This? Because oh, this? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, gonna... yeah, yeah. The one from Seba. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's in, yeah. <laughs> John's like I am now. You just you just mark that one for me. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good to me. It'd be be an honor to to get that into your collection. So, and there's a few others. There's some that because uh, last year my 
the goal was to try and get as many pieces I could from artists that I did not have a piece of their work in my collection, because I've got a special shelf for pieces that have been gifted to me by artists and friends over the year. That that's my favorite shelf. And then I've got another piece with, or another shelf with all of my uh, pieces that I bought from artists over the years. So last year I was able to get a lot of people's knocked out. I, Unfortunately, I didn't get one from Eric LeBron last year. And I didn't get one from Giovanni Blyden. So those two are also on my list. And then uh, Dennis Derby and Noah and Eric Miller are all right behind me. So, you know, I might just have to turn around and go, you know, give me this, this, and this. And, you know, <laughs> don't let anybody else take that. So uh, those are the ones off the top of my head. I, I know there'll be more. And I, uh, hope, I hope I'm not forgetting him. Well, an Arthur Soren, I actually... Uh, had an agreement to buy a figure from him up front because uh, some of the things he comes up with, I just, just blow my mind. And there's one he did that I absolutely love. And I said, that, that's mine. I will pay you <laughs> when we're setting up in the dealer room. You can display it all weekend, but that one's mine. So <laughs> Art was gracious enough to agree to that. So I, I'm sure there'll be more and I don't want to, I apologize. I don't mean to unintentionally forget anyone. Oh, no, no. This... I can, that I can remember off the top of my head. Yeah. Oh. No, I, if I somebody asked me for a list of people I wanted to say I wanted to visit, A, I visit most of them, but I forget some as well, definitely. But Arthur's is definitely on my list as well. The stuff that he does is yeah. fabulous. Uh, as well as you two gentlemen, I will definitely be visiting Yeah, so you Eugene, well. you're, you're table 32. You're just in the row behind us. Uh, we're 52, so 20 between oh, okay. us, but actually only about maybe five or six metres if we walk through a few tables, <laughs> we could pass beers across, maybe. Hey, but we may have to, especially that second day. Yeah, the second day is the that's the that's different. Yeah, the first day will be much more hectic. Second day, a bit more relaxed, hopefully. And David, what are you looking forward to most? Um, same. Other than obviously going to intern to the day with Yeah, me. <laughs> intern intern is is pretty exciting for me. Um, but, um, for, for me, I'm, I'm pretty introverted. I don't spend a lot of time with a lot of people. So the interactions I've had in the cabal, we do a weekly, uh, Friday nights, we get together and do what we call legions chat. Um, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. It's just the wrong, t- I, I would love to pop into that, but it's just not, it, I'm in bed basically asleep. Yeah. So at this point I'm excited to what I consider I'm, I'm excited to see my friends in person. Um, I, I always like the exclusives and like just, yeah, all the stuff they have to offer. Um, I really look forward to that stuff because it's all new to me and it feels, you know, special because it was the time I went and did this thing. Um, but yeah, mostly just the interactions more than anything. Um, I don't, I'm not a big shopper when I go to those things. Um, I'll pick up one or two pieces here and there. Um, but yeah, it's primarily interaction that I, that I enjoy. So he has space in his suitcase, Rich, if you want to send some stuff back to David. <laughs> <with> David. <laughs> oh, yeah. And he well, David just, does enough favors for me anyway yeah, now. Well, you know. <laughs> Why don't you um, give us your, your social medias there, especially your Instagrams for people. Give us yours, Eugene. Um, I gotta working. look it up because I never remember it because I keep changing it slightly. <laughs> so, uh, it's uh, Doctor Grimlock is King, all one word. 
Dr. Grimlock is King. There. That's his Instagram. We'll put it in the episode description as well. And you, yours, David? Um, my toy Instagram um, is yeah. at it's David Williams. Um, I I hate that I that's the name everybody knows. Uh, it's kind of a dorky name, but it's that's what Do that is. Do you ever is. get people looking for a British children's author called David Williams? No, no, I've never heard of that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who's actually called David Williams, but he uh he he gave his stage name as Williams, I guess, to try and stand out. So let's uh look at a few of your things here. So the first thing I'm pulling up here is uh a kind of a scaphoid with the my action figure customs i think skeleton head mm-hmm. and a very cool kind of toxic effect on the belt and stuff like that is this something you're going to have for sale at legions con or yeah yeah um all the pictures i sent you are either full customs that i'll have for sale or just heads that i'll have for sale um so yeah the ones that you're you're bringing up those are all pieces that i'll have for sale just flicking through them here so the scaphoid stuff is very cool um do you have much of that those type of things um i just for scaphoid i think i just have the ones that i sent you the the jack skellington ones were were fun um those aren't going to be full figures those are just going to be the heads that are going to be available heads, okay um and who do, who does those heads prints them i don't remember i honestly don't remember where i got those um but i believe it was just a cabal sale um, when I paint stuff, I try and match them to figures you can just readily, that are pretty yeah, readily available. And that you you're just, pretty readily available. Yeah, yeah. And you could just throw the head on. So a lot of the color matching I do is for stuff that's out right now. And color matching is a pain in the bum. So yeah, anyone can do it. A lot of and you can buy a head from them. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good. Tell us about the buzz off then. Rich mentioned it. This, this one blew my socks off i mean i i see daily scrolling through the cabal and instagram and obviously our podcast page i'm trying to repost some stuff uh that i see and there's just so much good stuff i sometimes don't know what deserves to be reposted this one was like oh my god he's ruined it for the horse horsemen in terms of their, <laughs> their thing um, and he's ruined it for me ever doing a buzz off custom because and it's one of my favorite characters as well from Motu. Well, that, this is amazing. So you tell us. This is an audio podcast, so you you tell us in detail what this is. Well, that's that's what I was talking about. Those are those are pieces that you can easily just buy. Um, it's a deluxe barbarian builder, um, the blue Spexian, and then a sentry head. Um, and I I literally was just I was kind of waiting for someone to do it. Because, you know, people have been talking about it ever since they showed the Spexian wings. And um, I just, like I said, nobody was doing it. So I thought, I'm just going to throw it together in the way that I think it would look cool. And, throw um, it together, lads. Do you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> um, but in a way that uh, that only uses Legion's parts. Like, nothing is adjusted. Nothing is, uh, you know, that's all factory parts. Um there's no oh yeah, there might. I love those type of customs. Yeah, I was going to say, but I, th- I think what sort of blown people away so much though is I think a lot of people, me included, when they were thinking about oh buzz off custom, they're totally just going to do like a repaint or a slight tweak of the Svexian, mm-hmm. and then you do this, and it's like 
that's what they should do. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's buzz off. Yeah. That's that's how I feel about the like I said, I, I really, really like the uh the Motu tribute stuff. And um if it was just a repainted Spexian, I don't think it would fit the aesthetic. Because they've done such a fantastic job of making figures that look like Legion's characters that resemble Masters of the Universe characters really closely. So that's just kind of my, my thought process and and it all came together really quickly. Well, sometimes the best things do, but and uh is this one gonna be for sale at Legion's Con or yeah, has this it already one, been sold possibly? This one will be for sale. Um I I know that Bill from Dorklair has a buzz off collection. He does, yeah. I... And uh he was really passionate about how much he liked this, so I, I believe he's going to be an intern and we might have a conversation that, that maybe I'll just keep it, I'll keep it on the table, but um, you know, I, I'd like to give him first dibs just for the sake of, uh, I think that, you'll get, you'll get it, you'll get it reviewed on his channel possibly yeah, as well. Not to yes. mention, I, mean, I just, I feel like it would be appreciated. <laughs> just, just a side know? benefit, you know, it's nothing, <laughs> nothing else. You know? Yeah. yeah. He's tipped. He's tipped his hand now, David, as well. So I'll be there as I'm there in turn as well. I'll help you bargain it up. Uh, we'll get, we'll get five hundred dollars. <laughs> oh, you'll be that fake bidder on eBay for David, yeah, yeah. but in person. Yeah. And then, and then one other question for the paint nerds out there: What color did you use on the on the arms? Um, that's just uh, it's Citadel's Tau Light Okra. Um, okay. It's, so the barbarian. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't repaint the gladiator color. Yeah, I didn't repaint the arms and legs. I just repainted the gauntlets oh, okay. to match. Um, okay. Okay. Oh, wow. So okay. That was. That's one of those things that, like, I don't know if I can ever forgive the horseman for giving us a yellow figure. Um, because that when you start to paint heads that color, they they look really yellow, like they look really strange, but it matches the body. Um which I have a couple of heads painted in that color scheme. So you could just throw it on a barbarian or whatever. Um, but it's a really strange application to do. It's one of the, it's one of the weird things that if they do noble bear, I'm wondering, you know, they've done their standard skeleton color now for Necronominus. They say that the bones are going to be pretty much this color. Uh, what the standard barbarian kind of Caucasian, at least, uh, skin color is going to be? Uh, is it going to be? Is it going to be more this one, or is it going to be more on the the original barbarian builder color? I'm not sure. I have I have actually one of each of the colors of the deluxe barbarian builder, not deluxe, but the uh, the original barbarian builder. Um, they they were released so many different times that there's I believe there's four different colors. Um, and some of them are drastically different. So I'm curious. I, I like the, uh, the reinforcement color is probably my favorite. Um, and it's, it's probably the easiest to match. Um, but we'll see. Uh, I like the deluxe barbarian and the deluxe gladiator have like that ochre color that's, it all, they almost look sweaty because of the finish. Um, which is, yeah, it's kind of a satin. Yeah, which is kind of cool, but I do prefer flat paints personally. Me too, it's me too, yeah. yeah. And then Eugene, um, you've sent us some cool stuff. Um, 
go look at his Instagram though if you really want to see a lot of cool painted and a lot of cool painted parts like I said in the intro um, so one of the ones I wanted to talk about here is this kind of Santa Claus mouse this is really cool where's that head from is that a wolf king head or yep yep that's a wolf king uh head and kit it comes with the head the and then i think the gloves and the boots as well it's i bought a couple of them but i don't remember was that a special exactly. was, was that a special for the season or or did they have I this set in stock i i think they've got it in stock at all time or yeah. at all times unless they sell out but i because yeah david would probably know better than I do because I believe the whole inventory is available year, year yeah. round now. Yeah. yeah, I think it was a special limited thing initially. Um, but yeah, as Eugene said, they've got everything they do now on the website all the time. So yeah, this is a, it's a basically Santa Claus colored mouse goblin scale. Is that right? Yep. Um, with the shorter legs. So it kind of almost like kind of gnome legs. They're just, it's just the top half of goblin legs right going into boots right yeah right it gets, gets rid of the shins yeah. on it and then the, the thighs just peg into the the boots which is nice because it gives some more cool. variety uh across the scale and it fits the yeah the scale pretty well i love that so and you have a couple of these you have a knight one as well yep it's going so i love that knight one the fact that it's silver because a lot of them did the sort of darker colors just go with the goblin one so actually to have it silver it looks great yeah, that one was, uh, I picked up, uh, I think it was a Mouse Guard uh, graphic novel or book on, kind of on a whim. And I just thought, you know, that's a heroic little mouse in goblin armor. Sounds kind of fun. So Superb. Yeah. And obviously really good paint jobs. We have a skeleton here with the kind of antlers. Where is that kit from? Uh, that's Legion Shop. Oh, that's the Legion uh, Shop, I believe. One, yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, I was just trying to make a Wendigo. Um, yeah. And that's actually just on a NECA freak show body. I just painted it to match. And okay. Just threw it on there. Cool. So that's I, the I head. That. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Oh, yeah. I love this guy. This is a Eric Miller level paint job here on this head. Oh, thank you. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I deserve that high praise, but thank you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I love this guy. So this is the Grinch. We have a team here. We, yeah, have, a, call, we have a They call him the Snitch, team I think. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that sword as well with the bright greens. That's uh, Detours, Stefan Delatour. Uh, yeah. That's one of his. And I looked at that and I thought, ah, let's make it a Holly sword and see what happens. Cool. Yeah, we'll have hopefully have Stefan on before uh, we get to Legion's Con. The Seba Shields classic. How many of these have you come in? You have loads painted here. Um, I currently, I think I have about close to 30 done, uh, maybe closer to 40, 50 ish when it's all said and done, depending on how much I can get through the next month. So I've got some, I got some new, uh, paints in last month that I've been kind of itching to try on them. So, well, we have about five or six at our table, Rich. So, you know, if, if Eugene runs <laughs> out, we're, we, we'll, we'll pick up the slack there. Like no problem. <laughs> Um, okay, and then just loads of painted heads. One more thing I wanted to chat about was these glow in the dark paints. I love that the cosmic heads from uh, from Wolf King, the newer ones, the kind of alien dude, um, 
these were the kind of lower priced heads, or at least the skeleton head was a lower priced head, wasn't it? That Len yep, adapted. The, and the alien yep. is from M- Emma, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. And those are those are actually fluorescent paints, not uh, glow in the dark. So I hit it with a black light, and I just I try to glow in the dark. Um, I, I do have some glow in the dark things that I'll probably be bringing, like books and small things. But I just started messing around with the fluorescent stuff because I thought that kind of fit a cyberpunk or alien aesthetic more, and just kind of went with Definitely it. Definitely see the cyberpunk thing there, yeah. And wh- where are those? Who are those paints from? Are they? So these fluorescent ones are from uh, Huge Miniatures. Um, uh, it's a new company. I, I'm a very faithful and loyal person, except when it comes to paint. Yeah, um, you're like me. You're, you're paint. back in paint <laughs> Kickstarters now. Yeah, you started off yep. back in action figure Kickstarters, and now it's paint Kickstarters. And That's then, exactly right. And then the Optimus Prime, is he for sale? or? Uh, he will be. Oh, wow. Just just so go and check just go and check Emma's pricing and uh, and you'll get an idea of what you should charge for him. That's all I'll say to you. Because uh <laughs> Thank you. he he definitely is in that category. Same for Mr. Buzzoff. Yeah, same for Buzzoff for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um you guys deserve it. Um so Can I just check you two two guys trying to cut in on me bidding up uh David's figures. I've already got the market <laughs> cornered. I don't need your help. <laughs> No, we're just trying to say how fantastic they are. So, okay. I mean, these are just two of the guys, two of my favorite for sure. Um, following on Instagram, uh, painted stuff. Uh, I get inspired by them. I hope you guys get inspired by them. I know this is an audio podcast, but uh, you follow them on Instagram. You'll see, you can see along. Um, you've got to hear them here tonight. And... Uh, you got to hear what they have for sale at Legion's Con. And also, if you just want a nice chat with someone who's very talented and makes you feel better about yourself, you definitely get that with these two guys. So have we got anything else for the guys before we get out of here tonight? No, I, I all I would say is I'm looking forward to picking up something from Eugene because I've yeah. admired your work, oh, Eugene. Absolutely. Uh, and, and as I have an absolute ton of stuff that David's kindly painted up for me. Um, buy things from him, everybody. David's work is amazing. Yes. Yeah. And David wasn't selling last year, uh, but very happy to get a chance to buy his stuff this year. And of course, Eugene, I'll be around to you. Um, and I'll be looking for something unique that I haven't done myself because that's what I want to get off you. So there'll be plenty of options. Let's see what's available. Um, so thanks very much for joining us, guys. Yeah, thanks for having uh, us. Brilliant to have you on. Yes. And yes, uh, thank you for having us. Thanks really, for making uh, appreciate it. the roads to Legion's Con more interesting as we get closer. Um, can't wait to catch up. Mal will have the tray of beers. We'll find a quiet place. At this rate, I'm going to have to try and carry one around the whole uh, like a whole <laughs> aren't I? It's like I'm, I'm planning on bringing. <laughs> <laughs> if I could squeeze it into the bag, I'm planning on bringing a, f- a few microphones and a few things to record so we can even have a recap or a catch-up chat and how's it going in the middle of Legion's Con or towards the end. So, you know, if you're up for that, we'd love to have you back on for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. And you keep saying, John, that Miles and me carrying these beers around. 
You know, David's bringing a tattoo kit. I think if he tattoos Mal, Mal won't be Mal's arm will be too painful to lift up. <laughs> we'll have to do what? What does he? So he needs legs to walk. He needs arms to carry the beer. So tattoo his forehead. Yeah, perfect. The Eurodesians logo. The Eurodesians logo. That's perfect. That's perfect. Well, thanks everybody for uh, listening this week. Uh, we're a couple of steps closer to Legion's Con. Uh, by the time you listen to this, it'll be just a month away. I can't believe it. Um, so excited. Also, so much stuff to do between now and then, including shipping a box off to Anthony Hussle in the morning with my stuff. Because <laughs> if I don't do it soon, it mightn't arrive. And then, and then. <laughs> I'd be just sitting at the table smiling with a microphone going, do you want to talk? (laughs) (laughs) Big box. (laughs) Exactly. And you'll make all the sales rich, which is going to make me (laughs) sick. I was keeping quiet. I was like, yeah, yeah, Hunty loses that box. I saw, I saw, I saw your little smug, your little smug face. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Great guests. Thanks, Jens. That was awesome. All right, thanks. Thank you, guys.